It's game day. And time for Red Rebel Football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew was about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. And good game day to you, and welcome to Rebel Radio live from the beautiful home turf of Maryville High School for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels start the climb to possible number 18 in the state championship ring and a round one matchup with the Hurricanes of Morristown East High School. The Canes enter tonight at a 4-6 and six record, the four seed out of Region 1-6A. The Rebels sit at 7-3, and three, the number one seed representing Region 2-6A. Tonight's hopefully the first of many postseason opportunities for those Red Rebels, but first, we must silence the storm that is Morristown East. Can the Rebels take a huge step toward number 18 and end the Hurricanes? Impressive finish to the season. We're about to find out, but Mr. Metz, as we look to preview round number one of the 6A playoffs, how about them Rebels? Playoff football. I'm going with Garth tonight, Wayne. 6.30 in the afternoon, not a soul in sight. The city's looking like a ghost town on a Morristown fall night. Rain drops on the windshield. There's a storm moving in. He's heading back from somewhere that he never should have been. Gage Ledoux makes history with 266 yards in a single game against Bradley Central. The Red Rebel defense capitalizes on three turnovers, one for a touchdown by Caius Watts. Roll back home to the Skeeter to face the Hurricanes' rushing attack led by Adams, Ledford, and Richards. And the Thunder rolls, and the Red Thunder rolls. Well, Ben, I, that's, I love Garth. I mean, I don't think he can get any better, but uh, love the Thunder rolls. But, uh, Ben, a huge matchup here tonight. Only the second time these two teams have, have met, uh, both times in the playoffs, one back in 2013, a, a Red Rebel victory. 49 to 7 but uh, hopefully a lot of the same here tonight but uh, a different look uh, obviously you know a lot uh, is riding on Morristown uh, East this season as they uh, they finished winning three of their last four football games uh, so really riding some momentum into this uh, into this postseason uh, run uh, but you know uh, every good thing has to come to an end and hopefully it does here at the Skeeter. Yeah, it's the second season. Uh, Caleb Slover is in his fourth season as head coach of the Hurricanes. He's 15-23 coming into this game, Wayne, and uh, he runs an explosive offense. You know, he kind of he's, he's very creative. You, you might see some single wing. You're going to see a lot of size. They got a couple of guys that weigh uh, over 300 pounds on that offensive line, and then they they've got three really good uh, backs back there in uh, Ledford, Adams, and uh, uh, Richards. Yeah, three really good ball carriers that uh, all have seen a lot of good reps here this in this 2022 season. They'll do so again here tonight. Uh, but Jim Rimfro uh, is going to be hopping here for round one of the 6A playoffs. And you know what? Uh, hopping last week, as you mentioned in your intro, Gage Ledoux, 266 yards, a monster that really stepped out of the shadows. It was his first game as just really the true starter here at the at the running back position, and he did not disappoint. Made his uh, self-known two. 60-plus yard runs uh, on his way to two two touchdowns, three touchdowns total on the night. 
uh, and really just uh, made his way for his second Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game trophy and his second hit at the Red Hot Minute. Let's uh, let's listen to a, a replay of his earlier Red Hot Minute. His answers were so good, we didn't need to do it again. Here's Gage Ledoux in the Red Hot Minute. Welcome into this week's Red Hot Minute, and I've got last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, Mr. Gage Ledoux. Gage, welcome in. Thanks for, for taking a minute to be on the Red Hot Minute. All right, thank you for having me. Hey, Gage, uh, you've, you've had a pretty busy week. Uh, you were the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, and then, again, just taking some time to talk with us. So kind of the lay of the land, Red Hot Minute is teaching the Rebel faithful a little bit about some Rebels. They they Some things maybe they knew and some things they maybe didn't know. Shotgun style questions 60 seconds on the clock are you ready yeah let's do it the game begins in three two one all right gage what's your favorite holiday uh christmas favorite animal uh tiger on a scale of one to all world what is your gaming ability uh all right we'll go pass what pro athlete do you look up to the most, pr- past or present? Uh, Saquon Barkley. Out of way. If you could have any vehicle to drive, what would it be? Uh, Bugatti. If you could attend any sporting event for free, what would it be? Uh, NFL game, Seahawks. What is your favorite junk food? Uh, birthday cake flavored ice cream. Sweet. Favorite hype song or artist? Um, I'm going to have to go Chief Keith. Favorite social media platform? Uh, Instagram. That does not shock me at all. Gage Ledoux, you have completed the Red Hot Minute. See, we learned some things about you. Maybe we knew. And uh, again, I'm not sure how to spell Bugatti, but I'm pretty sure that's an expensive car. So, Gage, appreciate your time. As always, uh, congratulations for being last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. And uh, and this week, I got a big-time matchup. Go get them this week. All right. Thank you. That's Gage Ledoux and this week's Red Hot Minute. We're going to take a quick break. Listen to these great sponsors when we come back. More of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Match. You're listening on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Ben, uh, again, a great interview. Uh, love his, his flavor of ice cream. I feel like, you know, back in my day, it was it was strawberry, it was chocolate, it was vanilla. Now they have, you know, Nutty Buddy. They have Christmas tree cake. They've got all these different flavors of ice cream that just weren't available back in the day. Yeah, I'm a peanut butter guy, but... You know, the way he ran the football at Bradley Central, he ran it smooth like peanut butter, Wayne. Here's the thing. He only carried it 23 times, but you could call him Baskin and Robbins. A lot of different ways he he ran the football, a lot of different effort plays, uh, some power plays, but also some wide open speed. Uh, so all were available uh, last week against Bradley Central to claim 
of the 22nd consecutive uh, region championship, but probably more importantly, the coveted one seed. A loss last week would have put us on the road here tonight, uh, but a win last week, region champs, and we'll have the opportunity to host at least uh, through the first three rounds if we can continue to win on the football field. Absolutely, and that's exciting for us being the Marable Rebel faithful, but uh, we got to look at tonight and focus on tonight. Uh, you know, one thing that Gage did last ball game, Wayne, that was very impressive to me is that during the uh, post-game interview with Hips, um, he's interviewing, he's got this positive attitude, he's talking with Noah, and that adrenaline comes down, and he starts to realize how banged up he was. I mean, he's just got so much energy and runs with so much fury. Yeah, and I think every time you you know you play a full 48 minutes, you're you're gonna have a lot of uh, you're gonna have nicks and bruises, bumps and bangs, but uh, but I think Noah probably took conditioning this week and is gonna be ready to go here in round number one. But talk about round number one. Uh, let's talk to the coach as we do each and every week. The coach Derek Hunt interviews always exciting, always fun to hear. But he closed out the regular season, talked about the emotion of winning that game and what he saw from his players to finish up the regular season and what he hopes to see out of his Red Rebels here in the first round of the playoffs. Here's the coach's interview. We'll be right back. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Maryville Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, as always, uh, thanks for the time. It's postseason. Yes, sir. We're excited. Uh, big win there Friday night. Won another region championship. Uh, held down the number one seed uh, heading into the 6A playoffs. I know those were goals that were preseason goals. We're able to achieve those. Uh, how'd you like the fight of the boys? Yeah, really proud of our kids. Just such a fun night for for our program, our football team. It's been a long time since you know a region win had felt like that because coming off what we had, you know, the loss against West, obviously. You know, we, we knew we had played a really good football team and even had a chance to take the lead late, you know, eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter with the ball. And so it did, didn't, didn't end the way we wanted it to, especially with the loss of Noah Vaughn. That stung a lot. And it was really hard for us to adjust, you know, in the middle of the game when that happened. But our kids fought their tails off and responded so well last week in practice and, you know, went out and played such a great game, especially in the second half down at Bradley. Um, to secure the one seed and become region champs yet again, um, we celebrated and had such a great time. I know our coaches, you know, probably felt some relief, you know, like a, it was great to see the hard work that we're continuing to put in and the perseverance pay off. And so we really feel good about, you know, where we're at going into the playoffs and hopefully we can continue to keep this momentum going. Well, and really that, that game against Bradley, uh, really, uh, I thought they had a good game plan there in the early going and then just adjustments throughout the game, especially in the second half, really began to put pressure uh, on their offense and then was able to force some turnovers that really allowed the, the Rebels to separate. But uh, Gage Ledoux, uh, again, uh, had his, uh, that I guess, uh, kind of the first role there as, as the go-to guy at running back, uh, and he did not disappoint. 23 touches, 266, and three touchdowns, good for second-best uh, single-game record uh, there at Maryville High School. Yeah, he was really, really good, and you know, obviously, that's a, also a testament to our line of scrimmage play. You know, and up front, those guys did a great job. You know, kind of caving the way for him, and Jonah Arms did a phenomenal job stepping in at the H back, where Gage had been playing. Um, you know, and and you know, he wasn't perfect, and none of them were, but but they had a really good night. And then Gage just ran hard, and he's just such a good runner, has really good top end speed. 
Um, so, and he was determined to prove that, you know, we're not going to take a step back in spite of Noah Vaughn and, and, uh, you know, everybody knows how good Noah is and he's every bit uh, as good a player as probably we've ever had, but, you know, Gage Ledoux is, he can pick up the slack. You know, he, he has, um, he has the strength and speed to be every, uh, you know, every bit of what we need back there. And um, we're really excited for Gage, and I'm so proud of him. You could tell in practice this week he was bound and determined, you know, to to be the guy, and did a great job leading last week, and it showed showed on Friday night. Well, and I, I speak to that offensive line a little bit more. A couple times during the the football game, uh, goal line stands there by Bradley Central, but we're able to to kind of keep it in Clemmer's hands, push right off left or right uh, side of Cal Grubbs there, and get in the end zone. Uh, how big is that to really kind of own that line of scrimmage? Huge. I mean, that's the name of the game. I mean, if you can own the line of scrimmage you got a great chance of winning the football game. So, you know, obviously we have a lot of faith in our offensive line. I think that we've still got ways to improve. Um, but, man, they've they've done such a great job. They're super coachable, and they're coached really well by Coach Hicks and Coach Waters. So, I mean, I'm just really tickled with how they've played and how they've improved. Well, and, and then also uh, talking about just, uh, you know, the name of the game, uh, another one is is to stay balanced. And I thought in the throw game, even though very heavy dose of the run game Friday night, uh, there was some passing uh, that was to be had uh, that just kept that defense honest and had to make them respect that. Uh, uh, was that kind of uh, the plan going in? Absolutely. Matthews. You know that that might have been, you know, that was definitely one of his better games. He was he managed the game really well. He thought he made great decisions with the football. There was a couple times where he pulled it down and run and and gained some yards with his feet. Um, so you know, I thought that he had a really good game. And when he's making good decisions and you know can keep defenses honest, you know that's going to make us hard to stop. And and I I think we're starting to find some identity at receiver, and we're kind of figuring out what everybody's good at. You know, and so everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses, and we've just got to put our kids in position to, you know, to hit their strengths and play well and have some success. And once we started to figure that out, I think Matthew felt more comfortable. And so if we can continue to run the football with success, I think we'll be able to play action with success and, you know, take some more shots downfield maybe hopefully this week or as we move forward. Good deal, good deal. Well, this week it does uh, it resets the clock, if you will. The second season begins this uh, this week, this Friday night, as Morristown East the Hurricanes come to Skeeter Shield Stadium uh, for Round One of the Six A playoffs. Uh, that's a that's a matchup that we don't see often. Actually, will only be the second time we've uh, we've seen the Hurricanes. Both times in the playoffs. Uh, what have you seen from the Hurricanes? Yeah, I mean, obviously they're um, playoff team. They're the four seed in Region One, so um, it's not a team that we've played a lot. I, I couldn't tell you the last time we've played Morristown East, so I kind of like that, you know, because it provides a you know a, f- a freshness, a newness. You kind of get excited versus playing you know teams that you've played already this year, teams that you feel like you play every year, be it in the regular season or playoffs. So you like playing new teams. Obviously, they do some things on offense that are a little bit different. You know, they'll do some some wing, some single wing type stuff. Um, you know, they've got some really good uh, af- athletes on the offensive end, good tailback, good receiver. They've got some good size uh, on the defensive line. So, you know, and they've played they've played the likes of Science Hill and Dobbins Bennett and those. T- so they've played some some really good opponents in their region. They're not going to be, I don't think, scared to come to Maryville. 
Um, so, I, you know, we're, we're excited about this game. We, we want to get off to a quick start. We would love to do that if it's po- at all possible and hopefully experience some success early. Yeah, the last time the Rebels in the in Morristown East kind of locked it up was in 2013. It was a playoff game. Maryville wins that game 49-7 to uh, behind the uh, great performances of Sean Prevo, John Garrett, and Kelby Brock. So those are names a lot of Maryville faithful will remember. Yeah, they were pretty good. <laughs> pretty good, I'd say so. Uh, but uh, a different team, Coach Slover, uh, has had his uh, – he's actually coached in college at Tusculum a little bit, and then I think he took uh, – he brought Cock County kind of out of uh, some rough times for them and then got the East job. Uh, was 2-8 and eight his first season. Now he's 4-6 and six here in year number two. Uh, very run-heavy. Uh, looking at their uh, at their film and and what we've been able to see statistically, uh, three headed monster at the running back position, three different backs with uh, I believe five hundred plus yards. So yeah, very heavy run team. But it, it I think it's going to be a good matchup. Like you said, a team that we don't traditionally see uh, very close down the road, just about an hour down the road, but uh, just just don't see each other very much. No, and that's one thing that's exciting. So. You know, like I said, anytime you can play somebody that's new, it's kind of fun to turn the film on because you really don't know what to expect. You know, when you play somebody you play all the time, you kind of know what you're going to get. It's just different numbers and different kids. You know, very similar scheme, though, unless the coaches have changed. So this was fun this week because, you know, it definitely felt like a playoff game, it being a new team and something that we're certainly looking forward to. Well, Coach, I know preparing for, for the next matchup is kind of a big key piece of the week and uh, don't want to take any more time away from that uh, that dynamic. So, again, always appreciate the time. Go get them this Friday night, and let's, uh, let's see if we can't host another one next week. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Awesome. And that's been the Coach Derek Hunt interview right here on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Uh, let's take us a quick break, listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, more of that pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, if, if talking to the coach doesn't get you fired up, I don't know what will. Uh, coach is always very analytical about his team, understands what they did well, what they could get better at. But I love how he was excited to play Morristown East, a team they don't see very often, a team that really their their opponents don't see very often. And so it's it's going to be a newness that uh, is welcomed here at Maryville High School. Well, Coach Hunt understands very well that he sets the tone for the players. And you see that in their mannerisms. You see that in how they execute, especially in the second half of that Bradley Central game. They came out. They executed some clean football. Well, and we talked about it some in, in this week's really preparation for tonight's broadcast. They may have very well found their identity in the second half of the last regular season football game. That was Maryville football of old. Execution at a very high level, uh, no mistakes, and really made a 
opponents pay for when they made a mistake. So I think it's, like I said, it's a throwback look uh, for the Red Rebels, and hopefully we throw it back uh, for a possible second-round berth. Yeah, and throwing Jax Kirby in, he talked a little bit about that, throwing him into the mix with uh, with McCoy, D.J. Gillins, that creates a new variable in the equation, right? So there's a lot more pieces to play with on the offensive side of the football. I think a key piece is he talking about, or him talking about Matthew Clemmer making really good decisions. I think that's got to be, that's got to continue each and every week as we progress, uh, just because that's got to be uh, part, like kind of the, the knuckle, what makes this thing move is Matthew Clemmer's ability to check in and out of good and bad plays. So uh, love uh, love that that confidence that he has in Matthew and love that, uh, that again, here tonight, a playoff game, number one seeded Maryville versus number four. For Morristown East. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'm excited. Some possible or, or the projected starters for your Red Rebels. Uh, let's let's go through that again. The starting lineup, uh, always a fun one. Defense will start over there. The defensive front will be Caleb Graham, Frankie Diaz, and Jason Manneker. Uh, the linebacking core will be Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, Isaiah French, and Brandon Husky. The defensive backfield will be Cannon Johnson and Hutton Jones at the corners, and the safeties will be Zeke McCoy and Drew Wallace. Uh, on the, the offense, uh, the tackles will be Alex Boyd, a sophomore, Blake Heckman, a junior. Uh, the guards will be Jay Adams and Houston Ratledge, locked down by center Cal Grubbs, the Liberty commit. And then the wide receiving core will be Zeke McCoy, Caleb Dunford, and DJ Gillins. Running back will be Gage Ledoux. H-back and tight end will be Jonah Arms, and your QB1 is Matthew Clemmer. Uh, specialist, punter, and kicker uh, will be Corbin Price, long snapper Peyton Cooper, and holder Caleb Dumford. Your Rebels is coached by Coach Derek Hunt. Yeah, just to spotlight someone on that roster, Wayne, Peyton Cooper has 110 tackles so far this season, eight for a loss and one sack, one INT. I mean, the guy's playing good football right now. You know, we, we, we joke all the time, NIL money is so funny because you can make all these jokes about who could be the per- prospective sponsor uh, for a certain player. Well, Peyton Cooper, uh, Cooper Tires, uh, he could he, say we get a high mileage out of number 44. All of that's in play here tonight. And you know what's funny about Cooper Tires? You can buy them at Stevenson. Stevenson Tire, uh, a local staple and a sponsor of Rebel Radio. So want to want to appreciate them. But uh, you know, uh, another thing I want to spot- spotlight is uh, our sponsors. We have a great sponsorship team uh, here in 2022. Talked about the one Stevenson Tire, but also Twin City Certified in Maryville is your game of the week sponsor. Uh, has been all season long and will continue to do as long as the Rebels continue to win. Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon. Uh, they have fed us most of the season, both those great food trucks in our area. Painter One, they are our halftime sponsor. Kitchen Tune Up, our pregame sponsor. 95.7 Duke FM, our radio home and our postgame sponsor. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Himidor Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, and Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing, all a great team here in 2022. But it uh, looks like we're going to have the national anthem. We're going to leave the, the mic on. We're going to leave the mic on. Let the Marching Red Rebels uh, conduct the national anthem. Uh, but uh, just enjoy. This, uh, this is a great band. Thank you.
and what a great rendition of our national anthem performed by the marching red rebel band but ben uh, uh if, again that's friday night football that's playoff football and, and and again they've been great all season long but uh let's uh let's talk about keys to victory i think you can't say keys to victory without kicking it down to chris hips uh, always want to hear the hippies keys to victory we'll do so right now hippie what you got for us buddy Hey, fellas, uh, I guess tonight's first key matchup is going to have to be on the offensive side of the ball. Got to be able to uh, establish that run. We know that uh, they're going to be stacking the box tonight, trying to stop Gage Ledoux, trying to stop the running backs. So you're just going to have to uh, rely on our big offensive line to push them around. Defensively, same thing. Uh, we heard all week long they got a three-headed monster at running back. Got to stop the run. Um, got to make them more one-dimensional and force the quarterback into some bad throws tonight. And lastly, just feed off the energy of this crowd. I mean, this crowd is incredible. This uh, home stand is packed, I'd say, at least four fists full. Use this crowd momentum. Use the noise to your advantage. And let's go Rebels. Love it. Love it, Chris. As always, we'll be back with the heartbeat of the sideline. But, uh, Ben, I think Chris brings up a great point. The home stands are filling up. They're, they're near capacity here at Jim Renfro, Skeeter Shield Stadium, and the Red Rebels are walking in front of the home crowd. Black uniforms, again, black football pants, red and white stripes on either side, black jerseys, red and white stripes on both shoulders, and the traditional Red Rebel helmet, black helmet with Red Rebel script on either side. I love it. They look very focused, and the crowd is pumped up for this game of football tonight. Yeah, excited about that, to say the least. But the sign is up. Team is, is getting ready. They're coming on to the field. It says tonight the Hurricanes will fall as the Maryville Rebels continue their quest for another gold ball. Love it, love it. This is going to be a packed capacity crowd. Uh, looks like it's hoodie night if you're the uh, the student section. Looks like comfy is the, is the theme. But we are five minutes away from kickoff. Let's take us a break. Listen to a couple quick sponsors when we come back. You're going to have kickoff here of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. We'll be right back. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Welcome back to the Kitchen Tuna pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Bright lights in big city. Well, we're in Maryville, and that's uh, that's big timing in high school football, and uh, it's round one of the 6A playoffs. Yeah, it's an exciting start to the playoff season. We've got the Black Unis. we got the band fired up. They played a great rendition of the national anthem. 
Let's get let's get the kickoff, Wayne. Let's get popping as the Rebels have broken through the the cheerleader broke through the sign and they've made it to their home stands. Morristown East have sent their captains out, uh, but have yet to make their way to Jim Renfro Field. But uh, as we as we wait on the Hurricanes, uh, Ben keys to victory tonight. Again, we talked to Hippie, uh, three headed monster at running back, but also what are they going to do? Mine are very similar to Hippie. Uh, I start with number one, Ledo it again. And what I mean by that, he had 266 yards rushing against Bradley, but not to mention the 161 yards against West and the two touchdowns. Price and Ledoux followed arms to get 300-plus rushing yards and four touchdowns. So number two, contain and convert cleanly on third and fourth down. Bradley was 5 of 12 on third down. Four of seven in the first half. Remember, 13-10 at the half. Second half, we come out a different football team. We're one of five on third down. Different ball game. East, Morristown East had 20 penalties against West Ridge. We've started trending with four penalties a ball game. We need to continue that. The burr, I like to call it, is penalties at, at inopportune times. The 15-yard arguable pass interference call, and uh, we've had some face mask calls. we got we got them clean up the penalties. And then lastly, Matthew meet Jax. Jax meet Matthew. Jax Kirby has a new piece of this offense. Yeah, I love all those keys to victory. As the, the captains are out at the, the Power M kind of doing the cordials, uh, looks like looks like Morristown East uh, has won the toss, wants the football, uh, but they don't have enough players out there yet to, to actually take it. Uh, East is looking to, to get out onto Jim Renfro just now, uh, but, but – uh, but Ben East will uh, come to Maryville rocking their road whites, the stormtroopers, as Tennessee would call them. Uh, they'll be white football pants with orange and black stripes on either side, white jerseys uh, with the uh, insignia on either shoulder, and they have orange numerals, no piping, just a solid orange number. And then their flat black helmets with the divided orange and black power M on either side. So pretty good look for Morristown East as they head to Maryville. Yeah, and you talked about how they run those three running backs, but don't forget about wide receiver number 16, Nathan Roberts. He has 671 yards receiving ahead of Tummings at Bearden, who has 521, and our leading receiver, Gage Ledoux, at 404 yards receiving. Yeah, I think you look at this. uh, 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 They have improved from Coach Slover's first season. Last year, 19 points gained for for East, 32 allowed. This season, they're they're averaging 29 points a game, but they're averaging giving up 28 points a game. So a a tit-for-tat, a little slip line there uh, on their stat sheet. So can they slow down the Red Rebels, and can they put points on this Red Rebel defense, a stingy unit uh, to say the least. But the captains for tonight's ballgame were for Morristown East, number 59, Christian Denton, number 88, Dalen Talley, and number 65, Noah Wild. Uh, and for the Red Rebels, it was number 54, Cal Grubbs, number 8, Cannon Johnson, number 93, Zeke Gowen, and number 44, Peyton Cooper. So uh, a, uh, a very nice lineup for both teams. And now looks like Corbin Price will take the special teams unit out to kick this one away. Yeah, that number 65, Noah Wild for Mo East. He's six foot four, 320 pounds. Those running backs will be running behind him all night. Yeah, they've got a huge offensive line, and we'll just see if they can stand up to the aggressive attacks of Maniker, Graham, and Diaz. Uh, as they set up, East is out in receiving formation. Looks like they're going to have one deep man trying to get his number. I think that's going to be 23, Ethan Ledford. That's going to stand at his own about eight-yard line. Corbin Price will kick it away from his own 40-yard line. He's going to step it off. 
The clock is set at 12 minutes, and it's 7.01, and he's going to walk it off, Ben. And as he approaches, he's going to kick it away, and it's football time in Maryville, and it's going to go into the end zone, touchback, and the East Hurricanes will bring it out to their own 20. Just drills the ball down towards the back of the end zone. If it would have hopped the fence, it would have gone to the tennis courts. Yeah, it was, it was going to go to the practice field regardless, but the fence did stop it. Uh, but looks like coming out uh, to start this one at the quarterback position will be number eight, Eli Seals. He's going to have Ledford in the backfield with him. You're going to have one receiver to the left, one to the right, stack up the tight end there behind the right tackle. Yeah, Eli Seals has 1,149 yards passing ahead of Carson Jesse. It's going to be in a shotgun formation. He takes the snap, fakes the handoff. It's going to be fumbled, and the Red Rebels link they are on it. Are they on it, Ben? They have the football. First down, Red Rebels. First play, first turnover. The maniac tackles a loose pig. Well, Ledford saw the attack, saw the cut in the B-gap, and just said, I don't know what to do, and he and the ball hit the ground. He was worried about safety, not that football. What was amazing was Maneker made it to the opposite side of the hash mark there and recovered that fumble. Well, quickly, uh, as they were preparing to get warmed up, uh, Matthew Clemmer's going to have to bring the offense out on the field. He's going to kick three receivers to the right, none to the left. I'll have Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. He'll be in shotgun formation, takes the snap. Quickly delivers out in the flat to D.J. Gillen. D.J., the speedster, is going to get straight ahead forward and going to pick up five there on first down. Like that outlet pass to D.J. Yeah, they had two receivers to the right that created a blocking path for D.J. D.J. gets some positive yards. Tackle made by number four, Bailey France. They're going to give him a long four. They're going to say second down, six to go. And they'll, they'll be in similar formation. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Now Gage will be in his left hip pocket. Clemmer waits on the shotgun snap and takes it. Hands it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to lower his head and push the pile forward. Maybe gets one. Yeah, they go into pro formation there, Wayne. Uh, try to spread it out and uh, empty that box, but they're not fooled. And Gage can't get much yardage there. Tackle made by number 12, Trevor Folks. Yeah, it looks like they're going to they're gonna make some substitutions early in this one. Looks like they're going to check out Jacob Young, check in Seth Southard. They're going to move the formation around. They're going to move Jonah Arms, Jax Kirby to the right. Cannon Johnson, DJ Gillins will be your left-hand receivers. Gage Ledoux will go to his right hip pocket. Summer stays in shotgun. Third down, four to go. He's going to take the snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Quick strike to Jax Kirby and into the end zone. Touchdown, Red Rebels. Jax Kirby makes a five-yard post route. Nobody in the backfield. Nice pass by Clemmer. And the thunder rolls. Well, here's the thing. It was like a Venus flytrap as they handed to Gage. The whole front collapsed. And then Jax Kirby just cut across the face of the defender. Touchdown. Great ball by Clemmer. Great catch by Jax Kirby. But Corbin Price is going to attempt the extra point. The kick is up. The kick is good. And with uh, 10.32 to play here in the first quarter, your Red Rebels now lead the Morristown East Hurricanes 7 to nothing. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM.
From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maribel Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and you're listening to Rebel Radio. Well, how quickly things change. Rebels now lead 7-0 over off the uh, the receptive touchdown of one Jax Kirby. But uh, as Corbin Price kicks that one away, it's going to go into the end zone, so not missing any action. A touchback as East will bring it back out to their 20. Yeah, he about kicked it off the same picket that he kicked off the first one back in the corner there next to the Maribel A. Well, Ledford attempted to, to run over there to it, but it took a really hefty Maribel bounce and, and went into the end zone. Time of possession on that last drive, three plays, 17 yards, minute 22 time of possession. So quick strike offense with short field, and the Rebels are on top. Yeah, Jax Kirby had two catches last week for 31 yards. He's off to a good start tonight. It's going to be Seals going to stay in at shotgun. He's going to have a jumbo pack to the right side of the formation. He's going to hand it off to the back yet again. He's going to go straight ahead forward, pick up a couple, and then he's going to be pinballed down at the 22-yard line. Some really good blocking by Morristown East on the line there to open up the hole right in between the A gap, between the center and the guard. Uh, number 43, Jacob Richie Richmond makes the tackle. Yeah, they're going to have Adams and Ledford into the formation, so kind of a little switch swap there. First carry for Ledford. Ledford's going to be right behind Seals. Seals going to take the shotgun snap. Now he's going to hand it to Adams, and we are not fooled. Tries to go behind right tackle, or left tackle, I'm sorry, and uh, he's going to be stoved up no gain. Yeah, loss. It's Caleb Graham gets in that backfield, slings him to the turf. Third down, eight yards to go, 9.45 to go here in the first quarter of play. If you're just joining us, you haven't missed much time, but you have missed a Red Rebel touchdown, a Jax Kirby receiving touchdown uh, by courtesy of Matthew Clemmer. It's good to see we're getting that push on that offensive line, Wayne. Going to be Seals in shotgun. He's going to have the running back to his left hip pocket, one receiver to either side. He's going to take the three-step drop, looks to uncork it, floats it downfield, and that's going to be Drew Wallace. Drew Wallace with the pick. DB turned receiver. He just watched it all the way to his hands, Ben. Yeah, through a fade route, Wallace gets over there, and he says, Drew Wallace was 10 feet tall, tackled men by the hundreds and the thousands. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He just wanted that more. Threw into double coverage. Drew Wallace literally, like I said, played center field right there, watched it come to his glove and uh, and took it there. Red Rebels will set up shop at their own 46-yard line, and uh, and Clemmer quickly brings the troops back out there. Clemmer will be in shotgun. He'll have Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. He's going to hand it to Gage. Gage, a little stutter step. He's going to try to get north and south. Gets across midfield. Flips through one tackle, through another. And he's going to get down to the Morristown East 40-yard line. And that's a Dwight Price bin of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, he got to the outside past the perimeter there. 
And number 72, Skylar Arwood, who's 340 pounds. Gaze shakes him off and eventually is taken down by 29, Caden Collins. I think Dinnerbell is the one who really opened that gap, and that's Jonah Arms pushing the pile. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap. A little pitch play is going to go to D.J. Gillins. He's going to get north and south, cross the 35, and he's going to be wrangled down at the Morristown East 31-yard line. But looks like a, uh, a pre-snap penalty, uh, but they did let the play go, so we'll see if it's offsides against East. But at the, at the time being, it's going to be a pickup of about about nine yards on the on the first down play. I didn't chop get the block. call, Ben. be a chop block. Sideline side warning. Well, they were doing this like weird wing-looking thing. So, <laughs> oh, even the even the best check sheets sometimes. But they're uh, they're going to set this one up. Uh, it is going to be uh, a second down and and one to go as they uh, no no yardage on the sideline warning. So Clemmer's going to quickly change the play at the line of scrimmage, and uh, as uh, he does that, it's going to be a legal substitution against the Red Rebels. I think he wanted movement. And just didn't get it in time. But uh, kind of a little talking here as Coach Hunt looks, thinks he got a timeout in before the uh, the penalty call. And so now we're going to confer black hat to white hat. Let's see who prevails. He's going to say timeout prior to the penalty. So, uh, again, uh, better heads prevail. And with 8.32 to play, Ben, here in the first quarter, uh, Maribel with the football, there's going to be a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Let's take one with them. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, more of the Twin City Certified Game of the Week uh, right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. As we come out of the timeout, a handoff quickly to Mr. Gage Ledoux, and he's going to push the pile inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone down to the Morristown East 19-yard line. It's going to bring up second down, six to go. Yeah, Gage Ledoux cuts back on the left hash mark, comes up the middle of the field, knocks, scrapes off Skylar Arwood, eventually taken down by number 16, Nathan Roberts. And quickly, they're going to get back ready for play. Looks like uh, Clemmer's going to go under center on this one, or at least that's the way he's set up. Gage Ledoux straight behind him. He's going to have Jax Kirby and DJ Gillins as the receivers. Quick handoff to D- to Gage Ledoux. He's going to do a little stutter step, a little shimmy shake, and he's going to get the football down to the Morristown East 15-yard line. Uh, that was a lot of moving for about a three-yard pickup. Yeah, he did a Noah-esque spin move there, and Kay Denton makes the tackle for the Morristown East. There's been a couple Rebel helmets come off in the last couple plays. I think that's because of the popping that's going on there at the line of scrimmage. But 7.44 to play here in the first. 
Clemmer will go back into shotgun. He'll move Cannon Johnson in motion right to left. Fake the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Quickly deliver it to Zeke McCoy in the flat. And he is going to get inside the 10 down to the 6-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, Cannon Johnson's the one that opened that play up. He does a little drag behind the line of scrimmage to pull the linebackers, opens up the route for Zeke McCoy before eventually Austin Brandon makes the tackle for Morristown East. What I love about that is that's high percentage plays for Matthew Clemmer. Uh, easy balls, and he's making good delivery right now. It looks like they'll uh, they'll kind of check with the sideline. Uh, again, uh, Morristown East trying to get keep the Rebels off the scoreboard quickly here in the first quarter. Rebels looking for their second touchdown. Again, 7.02 to play. Looks like Clemmer's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll stay in shotgun. He takes the snap. He fakes to Gage Ledoux. Now he's going to deliver over the middle. And who's that going to be? That is Jax Kirby. And that's going to be a touchdown, Red Rebels. DJ Gillins is on the far side here, runs a, runs a little out route, and then Jax runs that post route, scores the <laughs> touchdown. Jax is just making a name for himself. Well, and give him some credit. He helped his quarterback right there. The ball was low. He got low, and then he made the catch. That's two touchdowns for Jax meet Matthew. And the faithful get their <laughs> wish. Yeah, and as Coach Burns has checked into the uh, to the press box, it can only it, it's only better now. He's fired me up already. <laughs> two fist bumps away, and a Corbin Price extra point. And now the Denzo scoreboard reads: Your Rebels 14. And the visiting Morristown East Hurricanes, zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Maryville High School, Jim Rimfro Field and Skeeter Shield Stadium for the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Uh, Denzo scoreboard now reads 14 to nothing. There was a flag on the extra point. But it will be assessed on the kickoff. Looks like it is going to go against Morristown East. And the Rebels will kick off from the Morristown East 45-yard line. They're going into the end zone without that help. Uh, you think he makes a? You think he makes the uh, the 55-yard field goal right here? I think he drills it. I think he go for it, right? Yeah, he's got the one sock look. 6.52 to play here in the first quarter. Rebels lead 14 to nothing by way of two. Count it, one two Jacks Kirby receiving touchdowns. If they're going to give the middle of that field to Jacks Kirby on the post route, it'll be there all night. I think you've got it. You've got to take it. And what that's doing uh, for Matthew Clemmer's confidence has to be huge. But as Corbin Price will call it off, he'll step it off and he's going to kick this one away. A high spinner. I think he's thinking about trying to get a return and it's going to peak just inside the Maryville end zone. And it'll be a touchback. Morristown East will bring it out to the 20. He'll hit the next one. 
Yeah, if you if you're just joining us again, appreciate you listening again. 95.7 Duke FM. You can get the app. Uh, you can get the uh, you can have Alexa or one of your uh, smart devices play it, or uh, you can listen on the old FM dial 95.7. But two Jacks Kirby touchdowns and really just some stingy defense by the Red Rebels is all that's happened here in this first quarter. Yeah, the maniac had a fumble recovery and uh, Drew Wallace made a pick. Seals will stay in it. Quarterback, he'll have a running back to his left hip pocket. Two receivers left, one to the right. Takes a shotgun snap. He is going to be kind of hit as he throws. And it is going to be a wild throw, incomplete. But I think they're – it looks like they're going to want to try to call Cannon Johnson for maybe defensive holding out here. But I don't know that that was a catchable football, Ben. Yeah, that's my argument. It wasn't a catchable pass, so – it's going to be P.I. They're just going to call it good old-fashioned pass interference against the Red Rebels, and that's going to give uh, Morristown East, I believe, their first first down of the night. Yeah, the pass was intended out on the perimeter to Nathan Roberts. He's doing an out route, or he's supposed to do an out route, but it looked like he started running a fade right into Cannon Johnson. The pass was thrown as if it was an out route about five yards away from the receiver, and they called pass interference. East is operating on left, going left to right here on Jim Renfro Field. And, again, uh, by way of a penalty, a Red Rebel penalty, uh, they have their first first down of the night. Seals will have a quick huddle and break it, and he'll get back in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He'll have, looks like, 32. That's going to be Adams to his right hip pocket. He's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage, put, uh, put Adams directly behind him. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Hands off to Adams, and he's going to – bowling ball there right off his center's left side and he's going to pick up a couple second and eight mouthpiece is not allowed at the table you run in between the tackles like that you're going to run into jacob richmond and peyton cooper and that's what he did short yardage maybe two on that one before he was met by the linebackers yeah not scared at all though give adams uh looking in the uh, the face of a jason manneker and caleb graham uh, even even the best would hesitate adams went full speed ahead it's going to be Seals with a quick shift on the defense. Uh, looks like they're going to have to think about this play. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. And looks like he'll keep Adams to his right hip pocket. A stack set on the left. High snap. Seals is going to get it back on a bounce. And he's just going to have to call his own number. Get ahead forward. And he's going to lose the yards that Adam gained. And it'll be third and 11 the next time they snap it. Yeah, he had to jump extremely high to get fingertips on that one. He barely touched it before Caleb Graham came down and wrapped him up to recover the they recovered the fumble or the fumble. So they're, they're going to say third and, and 10 uh, after the loss. They gave it looked more like a three yard loss, but they're going to say two with forward progress. Seals takes the shotgun snap, gets it out to Roberts, and Roberts is going to be form tackled at the 35 yard line. No gain, fourth down. They had three blockers over there, and Cannon Johnson avoids every single one of them, and he says, hello, puppet. Well, here's the thing. If he waited one more second to throw that football, it's going the other way. A lot of gunners were coming at Roberts, and it was just a matter of time before they made the pick. So in, probably the, the completed catch, best-case scenario, even if it is going to be a pump formation for the Hurricanes. Five minutes to play here in the first quarter, and uh, the Hurricanes will punt away to a, a standing Jacks Kirby. 
And he's going to get the snap cleanly. Kick is away. The punter number 24, Cameron Richards. And looks like Jax Kirby sure-handed tonight. He's going to take the fair catch, and the Rebels will set up shop at their own 36, going right to left here on Jim Renfro. Let's take a break. Listen to your fine sponsors. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to Rebel Radio as you're listening right here on 95.7 Duke FM. First down play, Gage Ledoux off left guard, eight-yard pickup, second and two. Second down play, shotgun snap. Matthew Clemmer's going to look to uncork it. He's got a man downfield, number 15, way down in, in East Territory, inside the 10. And just really good defense by East, knocking that one away. Pretty ball as it dropped in. Yeah, Will Heminger had no safety help down there on that fade route. It was going center of the field, um, so he made the tackle. Eli Cobble was the intended receiver. Uh, like that connection. I think you go there again sometime in this football game. But 4.06 to play, third and two upcoming. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap, hands off to Gage Ledoux. Gage tries to get right side. He's go gets stood up, and they're going to say no gain, maybe a loss of one there. It's going to bring up fourth and three. Yeah, it took about four defenders to take Gage down in the backfield there. The tackle was led by number 42, Jay Harrison. And fourth, and they're going to say they're going to say a fourth and a full three uh, on the scoreboard. It is going to be a rhino package coming into the game. Some people call it hippo, rhino, some large animal. Uh, but Gage Ledoux will be at the controls. They've got a beef package in with Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, and it looks like uh, they're going to run this play. Gage Ledoux is going to get the football stutter step straight ahead forward. He gets across midfield, across the 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, straight through the gap. And Gage Ledoux, ladies and gentlemen, touchdown Rebels. Cal Grubb starts that touchdown run. He blows open the middle of the field, a little stutter step. And Gage Ledoux runs all the way to the end zone. And the faithful yell, yo-ho, and fall <laughs> back to formation, baby. Well, do it again, and he just did it 57 yards on the keeper out of the Rhino package. And all I can say is, in a hiccup, he got to the end zone. A huge play for this Rebel offense, huge play for Gage Ledoux, and the Denzo scoreboard, Ben, just changed. It now reads your Rebels 20, and the visiting Morristown East Hurricane 0. The snap is down, the kick is away. Corbin Price, 3 for 3 tonight, as it's good that Enzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 21. The visiting Morristown East Hurricane 0, you're listening to Rebel Radio. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s 
Bluebell.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back. Engage Ledoux definitely ran like a rebel. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Ben, uh, like I said, a little stutter step and go. 57 yards for a touchdown, Gage Ledoux. Yeah, he's up to 87 yards rushing. That last uh, drive was four plays for 64 yards, one minute, 31 time of possession. Corbin Price kicks this one away. It's going to be returnable at the one-yard line. Going to bounce off the East Hurricane. He's going to corral it. He's going to get across the five. Now, now retreat, and he is going to be thumped and dropped at his own six-yard line. That's going to be, I think, 24 on the carry. Uh, That is going to be Cameron Richards. He's a 5'10", 185-pound sophomore, and uh, uh, he took a pretty good lick right there. Yeah, tried to get out to the Marable sidelines. Looked like number 36, Jamie Hipple made that tackle. 3.07 to play here in this first quarter, and uh, Morristown East. They're huddling in their own end zone. Quickly break the huddle. Look like Seals will stay in shotgun. Really bunch package here as they're trying to protect their quarterback. They're going to put a guy in motion. Hand off to the, the sweeping back. He's going to be met at the line of scrimmage. The tackle will take place in the end zone. But they're going to give him forward progress. No gain. The maniac was in on that one. I think Brandon Husky's the one who, who corralled him up. And then I think every Rebel that was within arm's reach got a hold of him. Two minutes, 46 seconds time, or time left here in this first quarter. Rebels lead 21-0. Two Jax Kirby touchdowns, one Gage Ledoux 57-yard rumble, and uh, that's how we got to this score. Correction on that tackle made at the kickoff. That was Hunter Olivet who drilled the returner. And it looks like Seals is going to have 23 in the backfield with him. Ethan Lefford, they're going to have one receiver to the left, one to the right. He's going to put a guy in motion. He's going to have it uh, quickly handed off to Ledford. Ledford's going to get to the left side. Thought he was going to find some clearance. He's going to pick up about three yards, and that's all. It'll be third and seven. Tried to do a little cut back there, get to the outside. Couldn't get past the linebackers. Looked like number 12 was in on that one, and also uh, looks like... uh, Wallace was in there as well. So it looks like they put Richards in motion, and it looks like he was going to be the lead blocker. And then Ledford saw the whole cave in, and he tried to kick it wide left, and that's when uh, that's when big number 10 uh, started that tackle, Caleb Dunford. Looks like a big, long third down, third and six upcoming for the Hurricanes. They work left to right here on Jim Renfro. It's going to be Seals, going to put another guy in motion, going to hand it to Ledford again. He's going to get to the line of scrimmage and then pushed back again. No gain. It's going to be fourth and six. The whole D-line was in on that one, Wayne. We got some good push there. Maddox Stott led the charge. Well, here's the thing. This is a smart defensive front for the Red Rebels. As the motion looks the same, they understand the result's going to be very close. So they just watch for Ledford, watch Seals' hands, see where the football goes, and then collapse immediately. No gain. It's going to be fourth and six, and uh, Morristown East wisely brings the punt unit out. Yeah, and you're seeing different guys come in on that defensive line. Caius Watts, you're seeing Maddox Stott, you're seeing Frankie Diaz, the Manneker Maniac is in there. Looks like Alejandro Pineda is going to be shaken up on the play for Morristown East. He is a 6'1", 310-pound senior, a big piece of this line for for Morristown East. Uh, Wish him all the best. Looks like he's trying to walk it off, uh, but he's going to go to the, the, the health table. As they're going to quickly get this one away, number 11, uh, hard-to-handle snap. 
and he's going to do the best he can with it. It's going to come to rest at the Morristown East 49-yard line, no return, and that's where the Rebels will take over going right to left here on Jim Renfro. Just kicks a low-line drive before it gets to midfield, Cannon Johnson, and just decides, hey, you know, let's just take the good field position. Well, uh, quickly as they're they're bringing the offense out, I want to give a quick shout-out to Athletic Director Landon Harris. Uh, he is all over the place for Maryville Athletics. He is now in Nashville, uh, I believe, probably with the cross-country team, and uh, wish them all the best as they have finished up their state championship run, uh, but also appreciate Coach Landon Harris listening. But quick out to Gage Ledoux. He's going to hop one man. He's going to hop a hurricane and rumble all the way to the end zone down the seam. Touchdown, Gage Ledoux. And that man is on fire. He hops number 16, Nathan Roberts, and just goes on a charge to the end zone. Well, there's laundry on the field, and we're going to see what that is. Regardless, if that's on film somewhere, that's going to be one people talk about for a long time. A huge run there, 49 yards for a touchdown at the moment, and we're going to see. Looks like they're calling a hold against the Red Rebels. And that is going to bring all of that back. But the uh, the excitement that came with it uh, won't go anywhere, Ben. So it's going to mark them off. It's going to be a spot foul. They're going to say he was the 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 rebel held at the at the Morristown East forty yard line. So they're going to walk it off, and it will, it will say thirty nine because they're going to mark it off at the rebel forty six now, and it'll be first and fifteen. Yeah, that is not. Uh, uh, the, the thing is, is the, the emotional impact has still had. Gage Ledoux still jumped a man and rumbled 49 yards. So we just got to snap and clear and get to the next play. It's going to take a shotgun snap. Clemmer's going to flip it out in the flat. He's going to get it to Cannon Johnson, a little stutter step, and he's read that one all the way. It's going to be a two-yard loss. It'll be second and 17. Pass thrown out in the flat, and Jacob Young, number 28, gets back there to make the tackle on Cannon Johnson. Under 30 seconds to play here in the first quarter, an explosive first quarter for the Rebels, and nearly had seven more points on it. Clemmer's going to check the line of scr- or check the sideline. Looks like he's getting the play in from Coach Hunt, and I think Coach just wants the wants this quarter to come to an end, flip field, and start again. As the Rebels will come to their sideline, East will go to theirs, and that will be the end of the first quarter of play. The Denso scoreboard reads: Your Rebels 21, the visiting Morristown East Hurricane zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. You're listening on 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And 21 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. Uh, individual stats there. Uh, Gage Ledoux, seven carries, 87 yards and a touchdown. Jax Kirby, three catches, 26 yards, two touchdowns. Rebels, 16 plays, 142 yards total offense, 10 plays, 
for three yards for Morristown East in the first 12 minutes. And welcome back on the mic, Ben. We uh, needed some clarification. What what was the call there? Yeah, my understanding is they called a personal foul on the on the the tackle effort that was or the t- the effort made by Gage Ledoux over the tackle. All right, it's going to be Gage Ledoux get a little dump pass, and he's going to get into Morristown East territory, shed the tackler, and he is going to get out of bounds at the Morristown East 28-yard line. But not after he uh, he really kind of breaks some ankles on his way to a big game. Gage says, that's fine. I'll get the yardage anyway. 29 yards on that rumble. And uh, and really, yeah, I think Gage says, that's not going to slow me down. But they're going to work left or right here on Jim Renfro after they flip the field to start the second quarter. Clemmer looks to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Watch Jax Kirby. Uh, he's the lone man to the right-hand side. They're going to have uh, Price Davis in at the running back position. He's going to take a shotgun snap. It's going to be Clemmer's going to uncork it downfield just long. And who was that intended receiver, Ben? That was Jax Kirby. Yeah, they're they're wanting to get 88 involved in this throwing game. And uh, to this point in the game, it's it's been effective. Yeah, he had Bailey France beat, and there was no safety back there. Just overthrew the ball in the corner of the end zone. A little extra ump from Clemmer and uh, just long, uncatchable. And uh, now they'll set up shop again. It's going to be second down, 10 to go. They're going to play action. Now deliver out in the flat. It was going to be intended for Jonah Arms, and it's going to be high incomplete. It'll bring up third and 10. Yeah, you had Jonah running a five-yard out route, and then you had DJ running a 10-yard out route. It went through Jonah's arms, and DJ about came down with it. Yeah, I love the, uh, the, the way the second receiver was trying to help his quarterback. Third down, 10 to go. Again, 11.36 to play in the second quarter here as your Rebels lead 21 to nothing. Morristown East, again, uh, finding some some success on defense, uh, just not enough to keep them out of the end zone. Clemmer going to stay in shotgun. He's going to have Gage Ledoux to his left. He's going to move D.J. Gillen's left, right to left in motion. He's going to hand it to Gage. Gage going to go straight through the first guy, spin off the second, and it is going to take everything number four for Morristown East. Bailey France had to get the big running back down for the Rebels. Well, he was the only guy that Gage had to beat before he got into the end zone. He's going to pick up 14 needed yards for the Red Rebels, and that's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as they break in to the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Yeah, DJ was the decoy. He went to the left side. That opened it up for Gage. They're going to set up two receivers to the left, Gage Ledoux to Clemmer's right hip pocket. They'll have a stack set Jonah Arms behind the left tackle. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux. Gage backs into the line of scrimmage, pushes the pile, and he's going to pick up one there on first down. It'll be second nine. Yeah, tackle made by Jay Harrison. He wasn't fooled up the middle, but compliments the old dinner bell there. He lays a block on Max Baker, 6'3", 265 junior from Morristown East. Jonah Arms stood him upright. Yeah, Jonah Arms definitely leading the attack on the lead blocking category. Uh, but they're going to quickly, uh, they're going to check in Cannon Johnson, check out D.J. Gillins. The Red Rebels will make a sub. It's going to be Matthew Clemmer in shotgun formation. Uh, he'll take the snap, quickly hands it to Gage Ledoux. No fakes to hand off to Gage Ledoux. And the intended receiver, Jonah Arms, uh, just in and out of his hands, incomplete. Bring up third and nine. Yeah, they had it open on that left side. The linebackers bit to the right on the play-action handoff, just incomplete pass on the play. Yeah, and I think Jonah, uh, again, the defender got in his line of sight, and by the time he could catch an eye on the football, it was in his hands. 
check up uh, there. They're going to move back in. Uh, it's going to be Jack Kirby. They're going to slide him to the left side of the formation. He and Cannon Johnson will be the left side receivers. D.J. Gillins to the right. Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. Clemmer in shotgun. He's going to quickly pitch it to D.J. Gillins. The, the moose is loose. D.J. Gillins, the speedster, shutter step, stutter step, and gets down to the one-yard line. And they're going to say he gets in there, Ben, touches the pylon. Touchdown, Rebels. Does a little end around, gets to the left side, and just goes near the pylon and bangs it in there for the Red Rebels. Well, what I love is when he got wide, there was two torn or two hurricanes in the way, and he did one of those little Josh Dobbs, Hendon Hooker, little upper body flex, and both hurricanes just crumbled, and he shot the gap to the pylon. Touch the pylon, touch a touchdown, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. It reads your Rebels 27. And the Morristown East Hurricane zero. Corbin Price will attempt the PAT. The kick is up and in Jeff Weaver's yard, and it is good. And the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 28 and Morristown East zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Maryville. It's the quality you deserve. Well, I got a chance here. Let me clear my And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Nine plays, 49 yards, 237 off the clock. The Denzo scoreboard now reads Rebels 28 and Morristown East 0. Ben, uh, as we uh, as we haven't had a chance to yet tonight, let's jump down, talk to Mr. Hips on the sideline. The, uh, the reception heard around the world. Chris, uh, here you got a catch on the night. Yeah, fellas, I mean, a little overthrow to me over here on the sideline, but... I mean, what can I say? The action over here has been incredible. And what about this Maryville offense and even defense? I mean, it's just been a complete shutdown game for this sideline over on this side. Yeah, what's the feeling on the sideline? Are they hype? Uh, incredibly hyped. I, I can't imagine how many times I've seen the coaches running up and down, uh, congratulating the players. I mean, I think they're enjoying it as much as these players are. It's a good night. One touchdown, one score away from a moving clock here in the second half. Thanks, Mr. Hips. But uh, Ben, uh, kickoff Corbin Price it was returnable, and Morristown East brought it out, and they will set up shop at their own uh, 16-yard line going right to left here on Jim Renfro. Yeah, Caleb Reeves made a nice tackle down there, Wayne. It looks like the return man was number 24. Uh, that is going to be Cameron Richards for Morristown East. And looks like Seals wanted to get the hard count. No one moved on Maribel's front, and they'll reset the play. He'll stay in shotgun. And looks like he'll have 23 in the backfield with him. Ethan Ledford, two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to look to get it out to Ledford in the flat. We're going to see if they call that a lateral. They're going to say forward pass incomplete. But uh, it looked behind him, Ben. Yeah, threw that ball out there near the near the perimeter there, and uh, the Frenchman was waiting on him. Made, well, it, made a nice, nice tackle. And the way Ledford played that football, he thought it was a backward pass. So he tried to get on it. Uh, looks like we picked it up momentarily, but they're going to say incomplete. Second down reset. 
Seals going to stay in, in shotgun formation. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. They'll put Ledford into motion, looks to deliver out in the flat, and they're going to get the uh, get the pass complete out there, but just a short pickup of two yards. I'm going to say uh, the receiver out there, was that 11? Got Scholar Hubbard, the 6'3", 185-pound senior for this first reception of the night. Yeah, Hubbard runs a bubble route. Who's not fooled? Jacob Richmond right there to make a nice tackle. Yeah, Richmond's a good guy to stay home, and he's just waiting on his opportunity right there, just took advantage of it. Quick huddle by Morristown East. Again, they're they're facing a third and eight deep in their own territory. Looks like Eli Seals with 8.35 to play will come to shotgun. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. By himself in the backfield, he's going to step up in the pocket, looks to throw it, and it is going to be intercepted. Drew Wallace stepped in front of the football at the last minute. Intended receiver was Aiden Welch, and Drew Wallace just said, well, I can catch it too, stepped in front of it, turnover, and the Rebels are back in, in action here. Wasn't fooled on that 10-yard post route. Drew Wallace makes a nice cut. Well, talk about a defense that's that's trying to put their name out there. Uh, that's uh, that's three turnovers tonight uh, on Morristown East, but really forced turnovers uh, by the Red Rebels' uh, aggressiveness. Yeah, we talked about it in the pregame show. They have been unable to, to convert on third or fourth down this evening. Clemmer's going to have an empty backfield. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. And Jonah Arms stacked up. They're going to put Gage in motion left to right, fakes the pitch. And they're, Clemmer's going to have to try to get wide. He's going to roll the pocket to the left and just uncork it. And he's going to have Zeke McCoy at the 20, 25, 15, 10, 5. And he's going to throw himself into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels! What a play. Matthew Clemmer kept his eyes downfield, found his safety valve, Zeke McCoy. And Zeke, my friend, got to the end zone in a hurry. Clemmer gets in the backfield, does a little do si works himself around a couple defenders, makes a nice throw to McCoy in the corner, and touchdown for the Red Rebels. Man, Zeke McCoy, the last five yards is all on him, threw himself into the end zone, and touchdown Rebels, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. It now reads your Rebels 34, the visiting East Hurricanes 0. Corbin Price looks to add another. Dunford will hold. The kick is up. And the kick is good. The Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 35. The visiting Morristown East Hurricane Zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football and welcome back to Jim Renfro Field Skeeter Shield Stadium where your Red Rebels are all over the Morristown East Hurricanes 35 to nothing I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and Ben the uh, Twin City certified in Maribel game of the week has been on fire yeah we're 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 caught we're taking the turnover we're winning the turnover battle and we're scoring at a high rate well, every time, you know, it, it, one of the game maxims over at Tennessee is when breaks go your way, put on more steam and score, and they're doing that tonight. As uh, Price's kick's going to be returnable at the three-yard line, he's going to get a head forward. He's going to get wide. He's going to get a positive return here across the 35, 
and across the 40 to the 43-yard line. And Morristown East, best field position of the night by far. Made a nice cut at the 35. Wyatt Haas was waiting on him to make the nice tackle for, for the Red River. Yeah, that's going to be Richards with the carry. Cameron Richards and uh, a 40-yard return on the uh, on the score sheet. Actually, 39 once they move the football. Uh, but it'll be a first down Hurricanes. 8.03 to play here in the second quarter, Ben. 35 to nothing. TSSAA rules, 30-point advantage means moving clock in the second half. So really want to keep that goose egg on the board if you're the Red Rebels. Seals will be in, in shotgun formation. Have a running back to his left, two receivers to the left, one to the right. Now he's going to look to throw the football. Intended receiver is going to be number 15, and he's going to fumble the football and nearly recovered by Drew Wallace, but it's going to it's going to kind of roll out of bounds. And uh, incomplete is going to be the call. Yeah, hammered on that out route by French and Cannon Johnson. No, they're going to they're going to give him forward progress on the on the roll. They're going to say he had the the completion, and they're going to give him the 40 yard line, double 40 yard line. Huge pickup there. Nathan Roberts, number 16, ran a good decoy route there. He cleared out the flat. He ran a fade route, and that opened up that out route. Aiden Welch was the receiver there, and again a, a fumble for positive yardage. Uh, Eli Seals is going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to look to throw it again, and we're going to say incomplete. It's going to skip to the intended receiver. Uh, that's going to be number seven for Morristown East, Carter Gilliam. And uh, the 5'7", 150-pound junior tried to scoop it off the turf, but they're going to say it skipped to him, incomplete, second and ten. Yeah, after the play action, J.C. turns around. Jason Manneker's in the backfield. He gets a little bit nervous and makes an inaccurate throw to the turf. And, uh, and really, Eli Seals, you know, honestly, given the shell shock that could be in front of him, I think he's held his composure pretty well tonight. 7.47 to play. East facing a second down 10 to go in Rebel territory. I believe the first time tonight. Seals going to stay in shotgun. Two receivers left to the right, one to the left. And he's going to hand off to his running back, number 23, Ledford. And he is going to be dropped in the backfield for a yard loss. It's going to be third and 11. Tries to run up the left hash mark, and there's Maddox Stott. He says, yards not earned. Well, here's the thing. It's one thing to run into a defense, but it's another thing that ran into an angry defense tonight as the Red Rebels stingy, frustrated, and really opportunistic are all words I'd use for them the way they're playing tonight. Playing with a lot of fury. As Seals is going to look to the sideline. Coach Slover gets the play in. Quick huddle. They'll break it. They'll stay in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right, one to the left, and they'll have a stack set to the right side. Seals is going to immediately roll the pocket to the right, looks to uncork it, and he's going to do just basically a, a throw up, and his uh, intended receiver is going to fall down, and it'll be incomplete. But over there uh, to, to attempt uh, another uh, interception was Dr. Jones, Hutton Jones, and uh, Ty Elder. Yeah, Coach White brings six on that play. And Seals pays the price. He gets hit in the backfield by Manneker. Fourth down, 11 to go, and we'll see uh, what they bring out. Looks like they are going to go into pump formation on fourth and 11. Interesting call here. Uh, Again, just down 35 points. Taking chances has to be on the table at some point. Looks like Richards is going to be in pump formation. He'll stand at his own 46. He's going to get it away clean, no contact. And it is going to kick out of bounds, and they're going to give him, they're going to give him the out of bounds mark. He's still walking forward. They're going to say it went out of bounds at the. He's, he's walking. He's still walking. 
It's going to be the 29-yard line, the uh, the Rebel 29-yard line going left to right as Matthew Clemmer brings the troops out. 6.25 to play here in the second quarter. Your Rebels lead 35 to nothing. I was okay with it. If you wanted to keep walking to the 50, I was okay with it. I was like, does he understand the assignment? I just kept I kept asking <laughs> myself this. But he got it. He got it. I like where he stopped. 29-yard line is where they'll set up, and Clemmer breaks the huddle. It's going to be a 12-yard punt. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun formation. Three receivers to the left, under the right. They're going to stack up, uh, or they're going to put DJ Gillins in motion left to right. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price Davis is going to get across the 35 yard line and just lower the boom and get to the 36. It's going to be second and three upcoming. A nice run by Price Davis. Yeah, ran a counter route, a counter route, gets to the right hash mark, tries to get upfield there, and eventually was met by number 16, Nathan Roberts. Nice run by Price. I love the, the backfield motion. Putting DJ in motion really kind of had to soften that front. They're going to quickly give it to Price Davis again. He's going to go left side this time, cross the 40, cross the 45. And they're going to they're gonna say he was down at the 45, but that's going to be enough for a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And the chain gang's moving. Flag stake combination right there. Jonah Arms lines up. Number 32, Price Davis just follows him up in between the hash marks. You've seen a lot of growth out of Price Davis this season as now it's a, there's a lot of north and south there, not a lot of jitterbug at the backfield. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Clemmer's getting shotgun. He takes the snap, delivers out in the flat quickly to, to Cannon Johnson. He's going to get across the 50, shed one tackler, and he's going to get ushered out of bounds at the Morristown East 46-yard line. Pick up of nine on the play, second and one. Eventually taken down by Kay Denton, number 45. He literally had him by the helmet. Just a, just an awkward tackle there, but just had to do something. Second and one. Clemmer stays in shotgun. He'll have Price to his right. He's going to take the snap, a little three-step drop. Going to have to flush the pocket to the left, and they're going to get to him first time tonight. And it's going to be a quarterback sack for Morristown East, deep. Uh, it's going to be uh, going to be a loss of about 10 on the play. And we'll see what the call is there. Yeah, number 42, Jay Harrison comes in off the edge, and when Clemmer turned around, he couldn't escape him. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this isn't a holding call against the Red Rebels, as really they were trying to do everything in the world to keep Morristown East off Matthew Clemmer. And they're conversing there midfield, just trying to understand how to mark this one off. It's definitely a hold. I've seen that call multiple times, Ben. It's just I think their uh, previous spot or uh, a spot foul. How do you want to do it? And Coach Slover says, I don't care. I don't want the yardage. I want the down. So he's going to he's gonna have a third down and a long ways. It's going to be third and a dozen as uh, we do see do back into the uh, Rebel territory, back to the 43-yard line. And, uh, and Clemmer and company's got 12 yards to get. Watch Jax Kirby down here. He's going to have one-on-one coverage, looks like. Safety over the top, and Clemmer's going to look his way. He's going to throw his way, and Jax Kirby goes up high and probably had a had a little extra hands on him, but no call. It's going to be incomplete fourth down. I like that play call. He had solo coverage on that side with Bailey France, outsized him. Bailey France is six foot 180. It was, a, it was a plus eight play, but I think if you make the connection, Jax was going to be able to get extra yardage. But it's going to be fourth down. And uh, here we go. Looks like uh, looks like they're going to be in pump formation. It will be Corbin Price uh, to back this one up and kick it away. Looks like deep for Morristown East will be Roberts, and uh, he'll stand at his own 21-yard line. 
Corbin Price wants to get that one away, but looks like there's laundry on the field. He may have a little, uh, it's going to be false start against the Red Rebels, so he'll have, uh, have a little bit deeper hole to dig out of. Corbin just makes a nice little stretch right there and says, i got to kick it a little bit farther. Well, and Corbin, this, uh, this I believe, will be his first punt of the night. Uh, he has a way to get it to turn over uh, that really helps the Red Rebels flip field even in negative territory. 5-13 to play here in the second quarter. Again, Rebels lead 35 to nothing. You've uh, seen a lot of Rebels on the scorecard as uh, DJ Gillens, two Jacks Kirby touchdowns, and uh, two Gase Ledoux touchdowns. Just a lot of, a lot of scoring going on. As Corbin Price is going to kick this one away, it's going to be a spiraling kick, and it's going to be fair caught and taken at the Morristown East 32-yard line. That's where they'll set up shop going right to left here on Jim Renfro Field. Yeah, Corbin Price, you know, he does an excellent job kicking field goals, Wayne, but he's averaging 38 yards on a, on punts, and he's got a 52-yard punt this season, so he does well punting the football as well. Well, what I like about Corbin is he has a lot of different angles he can do. He can turn the end of the football over and get it to roll, but he can also spiral it and catch the hang time to really allow the Gunners to get down there and make something happen. Five-minute mark to go here in the second quarter. Uh, Eli Seals and Morristown East out in offense. He's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to his back. It's going to be 32 on the carry. He's going to try to get wide, stay wide, and he is going to get a head forward. Nice pickup there. Going to be a five-yard pickup on first down for number 32. I think that's Richards. Tried to get to the outside and follow Nathan Roberts up near the Maribel sidelines. Cannon Johnson just shreds that block and makes a nice tackle. Correction, Ryan Adams on the carry, 32. Uh, not not uh, not 23. Looks like they'll quickly, uh, they're going to run two backs in there. It looks like Seals is going to flip number 24, uh, Richards, uh, to his right hip pocket. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. High snap, but he's going to have to pull it down. Eli Seals wants to call his own number. He tries to go to the right-hand side, and he's going to give himself up one-yard pickup, and it's going to bring up third and four. Didn't have a blocker as he started going towards the right hash mark. What he saw was number 44. So guess what he does? He just falls to the ground and concedes. Well, and that's the thing is we're at the four-minute mark here in the second quarter. Offenses that depend on timing and motion, uh, when you have a high snap, it pretty much kills the play. Seals, probably the smartest move, was just pull it down see what he could get. Third down, four to go, and uh, Red Rebels smelling blood here at third and four. He's going to give the handoff to number 32. He's going to get wide. He's going to shed some tacklers. Shouldn't have made the first down, but uh, second, third, and fourth effort is going to give number 32, uh, Ryan Adams, the, the Morristown East first down. Yeah, Adams gets to the outside, sheds a tackle from Jason Manneker. Eventually he's taken down by Jacob Richmond. 3.36 to play here in the second quarter. And really, uh, you know, think about this, Ben. Uh, Morristown East wants to keep this football, not to give it back to the Red Rebels, because they know the Rebels get it to start the second half. 3.36 to play. Rebels lead 35 to nothing. Again, if you're just joining us, fireworks here at uh, Skeeter Shield Stadium. It's going to be Seals stands at his own 35 as he's working on a first down Morristown East. He's going to take the shotgun snap, looks to just pitch it out in the flat. Number 24 is going to have the reception, and he's going to get a head forward. He's going to pick up four yards on the play. Uh, that's Cameron Richards. Looks like they are going to stop the clock there. He did an out route there and was met by number 44, Peyton Cooper. So they're going to give him a long four short five. It's going to bring up second and five from the 45. 
Again, I, I think uh, what, what Seals has been able to do, just keeping his composure, uh, he's been harassed all night. Really nothing easy to come by, uh, but he's been able to, uh, like I said, keep himself together. And right here has found a few little outlets to uh, get some positive yardage. 3.30 to play. Seals going to stay in shotgun for Morristown East. He's going to take that snap, little three-step drop. Here's going to come Brandon Husky, and Brandon Husky ushers him to the ground, and it's going to be a big sack there, 10-yard loss for the uh, the Brandon Husky sack, and uh, just as I say he kept his composure, he, he was able to take a seat. Yeah, I call that the old edge and hammer. Brandon Husky just rushes in off the edge and just lays the hammer down. Yeah, just, uh, just a great play by Husky not to give up on it, because Seals is slippery. He's a mobile guy, and Husky just got him around the waist and just said, you go down when I go down. They're going to look to the sideline. It's going to be third and 15, and I think this is where Coach Slover understands use this clock uh, to not give a whole lot of time for this Rebel offense. Seal's going to stay in shotgun. He's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right, two running backs in the backfield with him. And looks like uh, did not uh, was not able to watch the play clock. It's going to be delay of game against Morristown East. And uh, the negative just gets more negative. Well, you talked about this being a critical drive for Morristown East, Wayne. With a 35-point lead, you go in the second half, that clock just starts ticking. So Coach Slover's trying to figure something out to get those points on the board. Yeah, I think that's a that's a great point, Ben. But it's going to be third and 20 uh, with the most recent penalty. Seals is going to shake off one throw, and he's going to get the other one. He's going to get it to number 23, Ledford, and he's going to nearly get the penalty yardage back, but not quite to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be... I think it's going to be fourth and 11 upcoming. Yeah, gave him a lot of cushion out there on the sideline there, but uh, Hutton Jones was there waiting to make the tackle before he could get back to the original line of possession. Looks like Seals is going to check out of this one, and they will bring the punter out. Uh, number 11, Skyler Hubbard, will be in pump formation. Looks like deep for the Red Rebels will be Jax Kirby. Again, a, uh, a gentleman that has made his name here tonight. It's going to be the kick is away, and uh, Jax Kirby is going to watch it bounce. It's going to take a Morristown East bounce, a nice one, as it's going to bounce inside the Rebel 15 and come to rest at the Maryville 11 yard line. Huge punt by Hubbard, and uh, really flip field. First time they've had uh, really flip field action here tonight. Yeah, kind of rolled the dice like in one of those. Uh... Uh, craps tables, you know, the, the football just kind of rolls down near the sideline, doesn't go out of bounds, but just rolls dead there. Nice kick. Yeah, and, and it was one of those, it was low enough and hard enough that Jax Kirby couldn't run under it. He did, He was smart and not trying to put hands on it. 2.14 to go here in the second quarter. Maryville will get another shot at it. And looks like he's going to have to kick this one again. They're going to call a legal procedure against Morristown East, and that beauty is erased. Talk about balanced offensive football, Wayne. Man. Tennessee 129 rushing, 127 passing. Yeah, balance for the Red Rebels. And Hubbard will have to try to replicate this that great punt again as he'll stand on his own 20. Low snap, he'll kick it away. And looks like Jax Kirby's not going to let that one rumble. He is going to take the fair catch 
at his own 32-yard line, and that's where the Red Rebels will take over. So really that penalty was 10 yards, but it ended up being a 22-yard penalty because that's how much shorter the punt was. Yeah, and that was a better kick than the previous one, and it rotated in so many different ways. I was surprised Jax was able to keep his concentration make a nice catch. Now he's having himself a heck of a night. He's uh, He's got sticky hands. 2.08 to play here in the second quarter. Rebels lead 35 to nothing. And, again, uh, the offense uh, could double dip here with a score here and then open with the football in the second half. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to do the pitch play to D.J. Gillins. D.J. gets wide. Got a lot of green in front of him. 50, 45, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. Can he do it? 15, 10, 5, cutback. Touchdown, Red Rebels. D.J. Gillins, the track star, scores a touchdown. He went all the way to the Marable sideline, cuts back all the way over to the Morristown East sideline, then cuts back towards the center of the field. What a run by DJ. Is there an ankle left in orange and black? We don't know. We don't know. DJ Gillen's put on a show there. Again, the track athlete kept it north and south, but he turned the Jets on there at the end. Finished that one off with a cutback for a big six points for the Red Rebels. Touchdown, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed. Corbin Price will kick the extra point. Dunford to hold. The kick is up, and the kick is good. The Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 42. The visiting Morristown East Hurricane 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price. And welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field on the campus of Maryville High School, where your Red Rebels are all over Morristown East, 42 to nothing. DJ Gillins probably having his best uh, outing of, of the year. Jax Kirby having his best outing of the year. Ben, they're finding new ways to put points on the board for the Red Rebels. Yeah, and I joke that we can't give the drive summary because we're scoring on the first play, so we, we really can't give credit to Dwight Price like we want to. <laughs> we're giving El Hemador all the props tonight. Yeah, El Hemador touchdowns are happening, storming through the, the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. But Corbin Price will kick this one away. It's going to be returnable. A little coffin kick that will bounce at the 10. And it's going to get in and out of the hands of Ledford. And he's going to have to retreat. He's going to get the football, try to power ahead forward. And he's going to get ahead to his own 13-yard line. That's all he could muster. Just a just a lot of juice on that kick. And it's going to roll up the jersey. And uh, I think Ledford did the best job of the night, probably just getting a hold of that one. Yeah, ball bounced around a lot. And he... Remain calm and uh, uh, retain possession, and then eventually got taken down by a group of Rebels. Yeah, there's a big loss for, for Morristown East if he can't return. Cameron Richards uh, is going gonna, is gonna to kind of get off the field on his own power, but he is he's noticeably in some pain. I hope he's all right. Yeah, good kid, and he's ran hard tonight, and he's been a nice piece in their offense. Seals is going to have now 32 in the backfield. That's going to be Adams, going to be to his left hip pocket, two receivers to the right, one to the left. 
He's going to take a snap. He's going to give it to Adams. Adams is going to meet Caleb Graham in the hole, and Caleb's going to roll him down for about a half-yard gain. Yeah, he tries to cut back towards the middle of the field. Caleb Graham stands him upright. He tries to spin off of it. Caleb Graham says, oh, no, big boy, I got you, and he takes him down for a tackle. One, one thing I'll give uh, I'll give Maryville's defense in front, I'll give them a lot of things, anything they ask for, obviously. But <laughs> if if they get their hands on you, they're not gonna, you're not going to get out of an arm tackle uh, for the Red Rebels. Caleb Graham's got nine tackles for a loss coming in this game. Seals cleans his hands on the gloves. He's going to hand it off to Adams. He's going to get wide right, and he is going to be chased, stopped, and dropped after about a two-yard pickup. Looks like initial tackle was made by number 52, Jack Carter. Yeah, good to see some different names in there making tackles. You have Frankie Diaz, Maddox Stott. All these guys are in there making big plays. I think they're going to get a two for, I think it was Jack Carter and uh, uh, maybe uh, Maddox Stott in there on the on the tackle. Under a minute to play, actually near 30 seconds to play here in the first half. And uh, Morristown East, uh, again, third down, seven upcoming. They're one of five on third down tonight. I think this may be the final snap here of the first half. Seal's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to his back, and his back's going to go off left tackle, and he's going to pick up a couple, but that's probably going to do it as Peyton Cooper and company drops uh, Ledford uh, for a couple yards. Yeah, that tackle was made for Stevenson Tire. Cooper makes a nice tackle. Yeah, Cooper tires, and uh, the mileage is high on that one, but uh, still very high quality. As the clock hits zeros, it reads the Rebels 42 and the visiting Morristown East Hurricane Zero. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, it's going to be the Painter One Halftime Show here from Skeeter Shield Stadium in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. This is Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. Folks, you shop for tires, TVs, washing machines, and cell phones. Why not shop your mortgage? Volunteer Home Mortgage has multiple lenders to compare rates and terms for the best possible deal for your needs. That's one-stop shopping. Call me and see how brokers are better. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS number 1641325. 
It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Broadcasting from the Hep Electrical Studios, we want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM, your home for Maryville Rebels football. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Two quarters in the books, two more to go. Up next is the Painter One Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. Don't you dare touch that dial. This should be good. And welcome in to the Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, fireworks here at the Skeeter have uh, have really taken off here tonight. 42 to nothing on the scoreboard. But, really, it's not the usual suspects that's really lighting up the scoreboard. Yeah, a lot of exciting plays. D.J. Gillens tops it off there at the very end of that half. He zigs and he zags across the field and goes in the corner of the end zone for a touchdown. Jax Kirby made a couple nice post-route touchdowns. We've had a lot of turnovers. Exciting football for Maribel Red Rebel faithful tonight. 
yeah, I think it's I think it's huge uh, for what Jax Kirby, what DJ Gillen's done, and uh, talking with the coaches, they're they're excited about what they're seeing out of those two young men really going into the half, but I think really going into this postseason. Uh, look at the stats again provided by Ken Main each and every week. I always want to appreciate what he does for Rebel Radio. Uh, Forty-two to nothing is what the scoreboard reads, but eleven first downs for your Red Rebels, three for Morristown East. Uh, in the rushing category, 15 carries for 197 uh, for the Red Rebels, 17 carries for 11 yards for Morristown East. Passing yards, 127 for Maryville High School and 33 for Morristown East. So a total offense of 30 plays, 324 for Maryville and 26 plays 44 yards for Morristown East. So defensively, just all over it tonight here at Maryville High School. Individual stats for Maryville, Gage Ledoux leads lead- Category 9 carries 102 yards and a touchdown. D.J. Gillen's right on his heels. Three carries, 90 yards, two touchdowns. That's 68-yard long. Price Davis has two carries for 16 yards. Uh, Matthew Clemmer in the passing category is 10 of 15 for 127 yards and three touchdowns. Efficiency is high with that one. Zeke McCoy, two catches, 52 yards and a touchdown in the receiving game. Gage Ledoux, two for 39. Jax Kirby, three for 26 and two touchdowns. And then Cannon Johnson, two for six. DJ Gillen's one for four. So uh, a lot of wealth to be shared here on this stat sheet, uh, but really uh, worth it there for the Red Rebels. Yeah, and tonight I only have one thing that we need to improve on and multiple things that we're doing well, Wayne. So you talked about East, um, one for six on third down. We're doing very well on third down, getting off the field. We're running a balanced offense, 197 to 127. Uh, we have the, we're winning the turnover battle, two INTs to one fumble. And we talked in the pregame about this rushing, the three-headed monster we call it, right? They've had five fumbles and only 11 yards rushing, so doing very well tonight on that side of the ball. I think if you talk to Coach Hunt, um, the burr for him is is going to be the three penalties for 50 yards, right? So I think he would want that number to be less, um, but comparable to our opponent, uh, their three penalties for 25 yards. Well, and I think you you, you got to take away that that penalty on Gage Ledoux for hopping over a kid. I mean, you'll take that. I think I take that 15 all day long because of the juice that it injected into the offense. And probably the pass interference call on Cannon Johnson. I think even after that play had happened, Cannon looked at at Coach White, and Coach White kind of gave him, "Hey, you be you, you be you. Don't worry about that call. You keep playing." Well, and I think, you know, playing with emotion is good. Harnessing passion versus emotional play is always a is kind of a weight game here in high school athletics. But, you know, uh, it's something that you have to manage. And, and to this point, 24 minutes into this football game, Maryville's done a great job of it. You look at the, the east side individual stats. Ryan Adams is the leading rusher for Morristown. He's six carries, 17 yards. Ethan Ledford has six, four, five. And then Eli Seals three times keeping it for a negative 11 yards gained. Uh, Aiden Welch, the leading receiver, he has one catch for 18 yards. Ledford has one for eight. Cameron Richards has one for five. And Skylar Hubbard has one for two yards. Uh, really, probably the uh, the impact player is Skylar Hubbard. His average is near 40 yards punting, and that doesn't include the one that got called back. Right. It, just to compliment our defense, Wayne, Ryan Adams had 939 yards coming into this game with 13 touchdowns. Ethan had 865, and Cameron Richards had nine rushing touchdowns on the year. So for this defense, 
to really silence them and hold them to 11 yards rushing, um, it's complimentary to those guys and the intensity they're playing. Well, and I, I think there's a, there's some there's some uh, pride to be had in, in a Maryville defense, especially in the playoffs, uh, to be able to really hold opponents down. And to this point, uh, again, first half is complete. There's a lot of football left to be played, uh, but they've put on a clinic at, at the defensive front. Uh, 10.08 to go here in this halftime. The Painter 1 halftime, as always, is a fun time uh, to just talk a little bit of football. But let's uh, let's take us another quick break, listen to one quick sponsor. When we come back, we're going to listen to a little bit of the Marching Red Rebels as their halftime show is in, is in competition season form. We want you guys to hear a little bit of it. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7. Uh, Duke FM, uh, we, we talked about stats around the area. Ben, uh, look at a little bit of scores from around the area before we kick it to the band. So looking specifically at our bracket, uh, we play the winner of Bearden versus Dobbins-Bennett. A halftime score is Bearden 7, Dobbins-Bennett 6. Um, and then up in the uh, seed 1 versus seed 4, Science Hill versus Bradley Central. Let's see there. You've got uh, Science Hill up 14 to nothing at home. That's a halftime score reported. Farragut Jeff County. They'll the winner of that uh, will play the winner of the Science Hill Bradley game. And uh, right there, we got a halftime score. Farragut's up 17 to nothing at home there. Little little shout out uh, to the one and only Bobby Raider as he's covering the Halls Boone game. Halls Daniel Boone. Looks like it was 7-6 Halls uh, to open the game, but Boone stormed back at the half. Daniel Boone's up 23-7 over at Knox Halls. Alcoa is up 35 to nothing on Johnson County. That's a halftime score. Hey, uh, let's let's check in on the uh, marching Red Rebels. I, I promised it. I need to deliver. But uh, they're in uh, they're in uh, competition season form. Here's the marching Red Rebels. tell you, Ben, if that don't get you fired up, the Marching Red Rebels, uh, they're, they're doing some really nice things. And what you can't see on our radio feed is uh, not only do they do they play at a big-time level, do they march at a big-time level, but they bring their color guard into the marching band and do, do part of their work within the band. That's a, that's a big deal. Anybody who knows anything about marching band, that's huge. Yeah, and they bring out a stage, Wayne, to the left side here near the 30-yard line of a barbershop and um, – they have different instrumental players that go on stage and play a portion of each song. And their percussion section is fabulous. 
Yeah, yeah, they're uh, like I said, they're they're a big deal. Not only because they wear the red and black, but it's because they uh, they do it at a very high level on Friday nights and and when the real uh, when the real lights come on are on Saturdays at those band competitions. So I know I know they're uh, they're proud of what they've done this season, and we are too. Uh, but Ben, uh, again, uh, as we always want to do here in the Painter One halftime show, obviously Painter One. If you need uh, some paint work done, you you don't have scaffolding, you don't have the tools to get the job done. Painter One of Knoxville can hook you up. They can give you estimates. You can check them out, Painter One Knoxville, uh, on Facebook and social media, but you can also check out their website. Uh, and then a phone number for Painter One is 865-205-7729. That's 865-205-7729. Painter One of Knoxville. Yeah, high-quality work, and they stand by their work. Yeah, love, uh, love that they jumped on board uh, when we went to the Duke FM. Uh, but the rest of our sponsorship team is amazing as well. Twin City Certified in Maryville, they've literally been with us since we got back. Uh, we really restarted Rebel Radio back in 2019. Uh, Stevenson Tire, same thing. Uh, Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams. Cody's a uh, he's a coach on this football team, and also uh, he is a realtor by trade, and really uh, does it with integrity, does it with uh, with the passion that you would want out of a great realtor. And uh, again, he just getting started in the business, but he does it the right way. Love what Cody does for our community. And he's like me. He's got so much energy and passion for this football team and and these kids. Um, so yeah, shout out to Cody and a good di- good guy. I mean, you just can't ask for better. Pistol Creek Eats and REO Cheese Wagon. Like I said, I count calories and waist size based on what I put down on a Friday night, and uh, and they've helped me. Uh, well, I think that's helped in that category. Uh, Painter One Kitchen Tune Up. They've provided the pregame show here tonight. 95.7 Duke FM, the radio home of Rebel Radio. Dwight Price of Realty Executives. There has been 11 of those first downs here tonight. Common Sense Pest Control has been your kickoff sponsor, so Corbin's Price Toe is sponsored by uh, by Common Sense Pest Control. El Himidor Mexican Grill is your touchdown sponsor. Huddleston Law Firm has provided the red zone. Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage will give you timeouts. Smoky Mountain Axe House will give you player of the game. And Denzel Manufacturing is the scoreboard sponsor. Great sponsorship team for 2022. And uh, again, as I tell everybody each and every week, uh, it's a sponsorship team uh, that can grow. But as we need to jump down to our sideline report uh, with uh, with Coach Hunt. Uh, we've got Mr. Chris Hips. Hey, fellas. Hey, Chris. Do you have uh, Do you have Coach Hunt? I do not have Coach Hunt yet. Uh, we just got done seeing the incredible band. I mean, what do we say night, weekend, week out? They just get better and better. I mean, what more can you say about the band? Um, Coach Hunt should be making his way back out. I see a couple of the players just now coming out of the tunnel themselves. Well, I guess I guess as we wait on Coach Hunt, uh, again, I guess it got the cart before the horse. But uh, but what do you think about the uh, the emotion, the uh, intensity uh, that this team's playing with, and really the quick strike ability late in that first half to really tack on some extra points? Yeah, fellas. I mean, I think you could say almost a flawless first half on both sides of the ball. I mean, minus a couple of penalties. But, I mean, the offense is clicking on all cylinders. I mean, four different receivers, I think, tonight have touchdown passes. Uh, I mean, that was incredible in itself. Defensively, I mean, you had Brandon Husky making a big sack. You had Frankie Diaz in the backfield, last week's player of the game. Uh, Of course, Jason Menneker staying in the backfield. But then even on the secondary, you know, the young secondary, what about Mr. Drew Wallace tonight with two interceptions? Big plays, big momentum shifts for Maribel's defense. 
Well, and I, I think offensively, you look at a coming out party for DJ Gillens. What he's done in his two uh, really made uh, made away when there wasn't that big of yardage. Thought he's really made a made a name for himself and really put some things on film that people are going to have to look for down the road. Oh yeah, Speedy down here has definitely uh, opened the game up with his legs. Uh, and juking and jiving him. What about Jackson Kirby, the big play receiver tonight, making some amazing catches across the middle, two big touchdowns himself. Yeah, absolutely. Making it hard tonight, Chris and Ben, on our uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game selection. But, Hippie, as we still have 24 minutes of football uh, to be played here at Skeeter Shield Stadium, what's your keys uh, to a solid second half and really uh, kind of putting an exclamation point on this big victory in round one? Yeah, fellas, I think uh, just status quo. I mean, we're going to probably see a bunch of the younger players stepping in the second half. Uh, you know, we do got the running clock, luckily, for the entire second half. But I just say status quo, just so keep to the bread and butter. Let's see, uh, we'll see uh, Price Davis get a couple more carries. You know, also I want to see uh, maybe Casey Cobble get a couple of shots downfield and, you know, get some of these uh, younger receivers a chance to make a play as well. Or I couldn't agree more, Mr. Hips, as I can't figure out how to turn my microphone back on. But uh, looks like the Rebels are headed back out onto the field. So hopefully here in just a second uh, you'll get with Coach Hunt. But, uh, uh, Hips, I know uh, you're, you're in your, your element. You, you are in full Jeff Weaver form. You have shorts and, uh, and short sleeves on a, on a cold fall night. Yeah, fellas, I figured uh, being down here beside such a hot offense, I better uh, put the shorts on so I don't overheat tonight. I think Hips was on to something, Ben. It looked like board shorts to yes, me. Yes, so like I said, hopefully the second half, the same thing. We'll find out here shortly. Looks like Coach is walking your way, so uh, we'll let you take it away with the coach. All right, fellas, I am here with the Coach Hunt. Uh, coach Hunt, pretty flawless uh, first half, I mean, on both sides of the ball. Um, one thing I know a lot of the fans at home couldn't see over the radio, but just the excitement you brought. I mean, I think that play with Matt Clammer extended – the excitement when he came off the sideline. I think you jumped to probably at least three or four feet off the uh, yeah. sideline yourself in excitement. Just the energy your team is feeding off of right now. Uh, what are you looking at in the second half? Well, the first that, that first half was exciting. I'm just I'm happy for our kids because they've bought in and they've worked really hard this week. And so when they get to experience success, it's just fun. I'm excited for them. And you know, second half obviously we'll have a new fa- a lot of new faces in. We will get to play some younger guys. You know, it'll be a running clock, so um, hopefully, you know, we can play as many as we can. But I'm excited for our younger guys to get to play some. And I told them at halftime we want to finish this off, finish this right, you know, and not be silly and goofy on the sideline, be locked in. And, and those younger guys have worked hard all week, too, so they deserve this chance to play. Yes. You heard it here from Coach Hunt. Go ahead and keep up with it. Thank you, Coach Hunt. I think that's a great message from Coach Hunt, and, and and you know it's it's right. You get to play a ton of kids here in the second half, and that's huge uh, for for your your program and for these young kids. But ultimately, you know, you never know what the next round will 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 kind of ask you for, and so it allows you to to see what you have in that younger bunch should they have to be called on. And not just to compliment Coach Hunt, but to co- the the coaching staff in general. They set the tone for the team and how they how they go about their business. And, and in that interview right there, you see Coach Hunt, he's strictly business. He's, he's excited for his kids, but he understands we still have a job to do in the second half of football. He talked about playing clean, um, getting the kids a lot of experience. So uh, I'm excited to see the, 
the kids take the field here on the second half football wing. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more, Ben. I, I think all is great, and uh, we're just excited to have 24 minutes here at Skeeter Shield Stadium. But this is the Painter One Halftime Show. Let's take us a break, listen to a couple great sponsors. When we come back, second half action here from Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s.com family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today think outside the box and get your axe on stevenson tire three generations serving blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years the friendly staff at stevenson tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry competitive prices tire repairs too. expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Matz, and second half action is about to get underway. Clock is set at 12 minutes, and uh, Rebels out in receiving formation as uh, Morristown East wanted the football to open the, the football game, which allows the Rebels to set the tone here in the second half. And as we mentioned during the halftime show, the clock will tick. The only way to stop it is through uh, through scores. Or timeouts or, time- or injuries. Those are really the only ways this thing can stop. And looks like in kick formation for Morristown East will be number 17, Justin Flores. He's a 5'9", 180-pound senior, and he's just going to squib it, and it is going to be taken at the uh, 32-yard line. Uh, that's going to be number 24 for the Red Rebels. Uh, that's going to be Matthew Covert. Nice upman action there for him, just falling on it and uh, get him, giving his offense a chance uh, to set up uh, in, in plus territory. But looks like going to be a quarterback change to open this second half. It will be, uh, will be number 16. It will be Casey Cobble uh, to open this second half. Uh, he is going to be the sophomore quarterback and really kind of the heir apparent as Matthew Klimmer is, uh, is the senior. 
It's going to be Casey Coblin shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to hand it to his back, and uh, he's going to push the pile, get back to the line of scrimmage, and try to push the pile ahead forward. And they're going to say no gain. Looks like the ball came out late, but the uh, the, the umpire is going to say, or the referee is going to say that the, the, the play was called dead. And looks like the uh, carrier there uh, was uh, Price Davis. Yeah, B-gap assignment there. Gets tackled by number 26, Seth South, Southard. Looks like uh, looks like Cobble's going to step out near to the hash to get the play. And he'll step back in shotgun formation. He'll have Price Davis to his left, two receivers to the right, one to the left. He's going to fake the handoff, going to look to deliver it in the flat. Number 35 is going to get it and get to the sideline. He's going to get upfield. That is going to be Caleb Reeves. And Caleb Reeves is going to get the Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Needed 10, got 12, Mr. Metz. And uh, that will be a first down Red Rebels up to their own 48-yard line. Yeah, had a little help. Cobble ran that fade route to open up the perimeter. Nice pass and catch. A nice pickup there. Looks like Cobble looked to the sideline. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Price Davis to his right hip pocket, and he'll have a stacked-up Caleb Reeves to the right side. He'll step him out in motion. Now set back up shop. He's going to wait for the shotgun snap, take it. Now he's going to call his own number, a little stutter step at the hole, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward, pick up one. It's going to be second nine. Made a nice little cut there. I think he had one break, one tackle to break. But uh, Jacob Young, number 28, the linebacker, makes the tackle. I think sometimes when you anticipate contact, Ben, sometimes that uh, allows you to lean forward. And I think when contact wasn't there, he kind of fell ahead forward. Cobble is going to look to the sideline. Again, patience here as the clock continues to run under 10 here in the third. Cobble will wait for the shotgun snap and take it. Now he's going to fake the handoff. He's going to call his own number again, and they're going to give him line of scrimmage maybe. No gain, third and nine. Yeah, Jaden McCord was lined up in that flank stake package. He cuts back towards the left hash mark, and number 42, Jay Harrison, was right there waiting. Looks like they're flipping in and out, Jaden McCord and Caleb Reeves, as they are using them as kind of the H-back position. Going to be Corbin Price to his left hip pocket. Casey Cobble again at the controls here in the second half. Maryville with the football going left or right here on Jim Renfro. Cobble's going to take the snap, fakes the handoff, looks to deliver across the middle. Intended receiver was Britton Barrett, and it is going to go in and out of his hands a little behind the intended receiver. It's going to go incomplete, fourth and nine. It was a good read by Cobble. It was a slot route, just runs the post route towards the middle of the field. It was there, uh, just threw behind him a little bit there. Austin Brandon in on the coverage for the Morristown East Hurricanes. And looks like in pump formation. Again, trying to get the number here. Uh, looks like there's a new face at every position for the Red Rebels. We'll try to get this number here. So he's going to get the snap, kick is away. Looks like that is Corbin Price, and he's going to punt it, and it's going to take a Morristown East bounce at the uh, at the East 25-yard line. It'll bounce ahead to the 29-yard line. That's where East will get it and set up shop. Yeah, it took a favorable bounce back about four or five yards. Looks like that special teams unit was still a lot of starters there, but looks like defensively uh, you'll see a lot of new faces. We'll do our best to get a ton of these names in there. Um, but probably the biggest uh, biggest change is going to be up front there. 
Looks like Seals is going to stay in it, running back. He's going to put some motion in there, and he's going to hand it off to 32. Uh, that is going to be Ryan Adams, and he's going to pick up maybe a half yard. They'll give him a whole one. It'll be second nine. Multiple Rebels get into the backfield, make that tackle. Wyatt Haas was in on it. Matthew Covert was in on it. And it is going to be seven minutes to play uh, before they snap this one again. Again, when it is a running clock, this thing continues to move at a quick pace. Seals is going to stay in shotgun. He'll have one receiver to the left, one to the right. He's going to move 24 into motion. Gives the handoff to 24. He's going to get wide. That's Richards. And, again, he had uh, kind of hobbled off there in the first half, but he looked like a good runner there. So he's going to pick up the first down. It looks like needed nine, got 14. Sweep play gets to the outside, gets past the first and second level before he's finally met by number 10, Caleb Dunford. First and 10, Morristown East, six and a half to play here in the third quarter. Seals, uh, been the wire-to-wire quarterback here for Morristown East. He'll have one receiver to the left, one to the right. little motion. They're going to give it to Adams. Adams going to try to get wide. He's not going to do it, and looks like he's met by Jack Carter, and then he's going to get drugged down by Jack Carter. It looks like it's going to be 93, Zeke Gowen, and also I think Zeke McCoy was over there. Does a little end around or jet sweep towards the Marable sideline. Jack Carter's ready for it. Nice play by Jack Carter. Well, good, uh, as as Coach Robert Boone would say, uh, ten fingers on a jersey should get them down every time, and uh, he, he sure did that. Seals quickly uh, back to the shotgun formation. Like I said, he'll have one to the left, one to the right. Looks like to be the, the finishing formation. Richards, Cameron Richards with the handoff. He's going to try to get to the right-hand side. He's going to evade the first guy, but not the second. And looks like that is going to be... That's number 10 there. Caleb Dunford gets there in the backfield, makes a nice tackle all the way back from the safety position. Man, he's tougher than a $2 stake. Well, and really, when, when they pushed the pile right, I think Richards thought once he got to the first guy, he could just turn it upfield. And there was Caleb Dunford, uh, the second guy, just to make the play there. So it's going to be third and 13 after the, uh, after the two negative plays back-to-back. Five minutes to play here in the third quarter. Again, this is a—it's no longer an hourglass. It's—it's—it's uh, it's, it's pouring out of a water hose. Eli Seals stays in shotgun, takes the snap, a little two-step drop, nearly gets popped in the backfield. Now he does. Ball is loose, and it's going to be picked up by the Hurricanes. They're just going to try to get something of it. Ledford with the football, and he is going to run into his own guy behind the line of scrimmage. A lot of movement. And a lot of backwards as he's going to pick. He's going to lose four yards there on that one. Guess who caused that fumble? Number 52, Jack Carter, getting back there and getting him something to eat. Well, and e- Eli Sills kept the football kind of cocked in the in the pocket, and then when he stepped up, he tried to release. And when he went back, yeah, that was that was Husky right there, arm on the football. So it looks like they've actually got a new quarterback into this one. Or, no, they're in pump formation. So they'll, they'll actually have Hubbard back there, and he's going to just line drive, kick this one away. Looks like the, the deep men were going to be Zeke McCoy and Caleb Dunford, and they're just going to stay away from it. And it is going to be downed at the Maryville uh, 21 yard line. And uh, that's where it's going to set up shop for the Maryville offense yet again. The nice thing about those low line drive punts is that you're going to get the bounce towards the, towards, towards the end zone. Yeah, absolutely. Jake Beal was the, the, the gunner down there that, that got it down for Morristown East and, and just uh, allowed Casey Cobble and company uh, to set up shop. 
He's going to come into a quick huddle, uh, brings the play in here to start this next drive. Three and a half to play here in the third quarter. Like I said, this one is running out quick, folks. As Casey Cobble is in shotgun, he'll take the snap. He's going to hand it to Jaden McCord. He's going to get left. He's going to get free. He's going to get across the 35, cross the 40, and he's going to pick up 18 big yards in route to a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. If you're just joining us, Rebels lead this one 42 to nothing. That's why the clock continues to move. Had twins to the right on the counter play, plenty of blockers, and eventually was taken down by Will Heminger. If Heminger, if he would have broke that tackle, he would have had a touchdown. Two receivers to the left, and again, going to keep Jaden McCord in there to his right hip pocket. He'll stack up covert. It's going to be cobbled, hands off to Jaden McCord. He's going to try to push it right up the gut. He's going to get through that original line of scrimmage, and he's going to pick up four yards on the play. It's like it got a little chippy down there, but uh, good job by the Rebels not reacting. Just tough yardage right there, running in between the hash marks. Eventually the safety, Nathan Roberts, comes in and makes the tackle. Looks like these young bunches want to run tempo quickly back to the line of scrimmage. Casey Cobble shotgun snap takes it. Here goes Jaden McCord yet again. He's going to go left, and now he's going to cut it back to the middle. And then he needed six yards on second down. Looks like he's going to get four of it. It's going to be third and two. Love the fight, just running that tough yardage. Continue to run in between the tackles. Try to run right in between the hash marks. And number 10, Will Heminger, makes the tackle there. Looks like you've got Eli Cobble into the game as well as Casey Cobble. Matthew Covert, you've got number 48, Race Irwin, into the game. Uh, You've got, of course, Caleb Dunford playing a little receiver here as he's going to flip from the left side to the right. They'll have two receivers to the right now. And uh, and looks like uh, it's going to be a bad snap on the ground, but Cobble's going to pick it up. He's going to just try to tuck it and run. He's going to be lose some major yardage here as he's going to get back to the uh, original line of scrimmage. Going to be a loss of eight there on the bad snap. But I, I just uh, I think he wanted a clean play. Did not want to risk chucking it downfield to possibly turn that one over. It is going to bring up fourth down, uh, eight yard loss on third down. Uh, will spell pump formation. So in comes uh, the pump formation for the Rebels. Yeah, he picked up the loose ball, started running towards the Maribel sidelines. Look, look for Cobble, look for Dunford downfield. It wasn't there, so you run out of bounds. Minute to go here in this third quarter, and Corbin Price uh, looks to be the wire-to-wire punter here for the Red Rebels. As he is going to stand at his own 25, he'll take a little sidestep and kick this one away. Nice spinner as it is going to go down to the 10, take a really hefty Maribel bounce, and it's going to go into the end zone. That's going to be a touchback. D.J. Gillins was gunning for it, wanted to get it down inside the five, just couldn't catch up to it, Ben. A little end over end uh, that just took off. Beautiful kick. It gets over near the 10-yard line, bounces a couple of times, and just didn't get the bounce that we wanted. Yeah, I think really wanted it to kind of lay on its side when it hit the turf. It hit on the end and took off like a rocket. Under 20 seconds, we'll see if Morristown East even gets a snap here to finish the third. As they walk back to their own sideline and the Rebels come to ours, looks like that's going to spell the end of the third quarter. At the end of three, your Rebels lead 42 to nothing over the visiting Morristown East Hurricanes right here in the round of one, or the round one of the 6A playoffs. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. 
Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality you deserve. And welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, uh, Ben, uh, the scoreboard didn't change there in the third quarter, 42 to nothing, but you got to see a lot of young Rebels get some meaningful minutes here in the playoffs. Yeah, and I like to see Jaden McCord get out there and make a couple big runs as well. Yeah, looks like Seals is going to get back in at quarterback. He's going to hand off to uh, looks like 24 Richards, and he's going to claw and fight his way back to the original line of scrimmage, maybe get a pickup of one, and it's going to be second nine. Number 52, Jack Carter in on the tackle. He is going to be a special player uh, throughout the rest of this season and going into next season. Yeah, Eli Seals the quarterback. Uh, Richards, uh, the, the running back, he'll be back next year. But Seals, he's a senior, so he's playing in his final 12 minutes of high school football. Uh, Ryan Adams, number 32, he's poured it out for the Hurricanes tonight. Uh, this is his final game, and he's actually going to get this carry here. And he's going to be met uh, in the backfield, and he's going to be dropped for a two-yard loss. But, uh, Ben, this is a, this is a Morristown East Hurricane uh, team that you, you've got you've to be appreciative. If you're, if you're the fan base of Morristown East, uh, you've got to be happy with what this team really – they fought in the second half of the season, won three of their last four football games for an opportunity to play in the 6A playoffs, play in the highest division in the round, really, uh, to get an opportunity uh, to go uh, to go play for a championship. And so Coach Slover, uh, even though it's not going to turn out the way he wanted to here tonight, uh, they're a building program that I think you're going to see some positive things out of the next few years. But it looks like uh, Seals was going to try to uncork it there on third and 11, uh, the intent receiver down there trying to get his number I think it was Roberts was the intended receiver uh, but it is going to go long and incomplete and uh, it's going to bring up fourth down and Hubbard will be in pump formation had a lot of pressure in the backfield on that previous play Sawyer McNelly made a nice tackle yeah, yeah, Sawyer McNelly, he's a, he's another guy that's paying his dues right now, scout team and, and young player, uh, but he's going he's gonna to have his name called uh, for the Red Rebels for, for a few years to come. Hubbard will be in pump formation. Uh, he'll stand on his own six-yard line. He'll get the snap and quickly drop and kick this one away. It's going to be Zeke McCoy deep, and he has uh, thought about stepping up and trying to get that one, but it was wobbly to say the least. He's just going to let it come to rest at the uh, at the Rebel 46-yard line. That's where the Rebels will take over first and 10. Yeah, you said it best, Wayne, uh, earlier about some of these uh, players from Morristown. They're playing potentially in their final ball game. And and what it is is you've, a lot of these kids have played since they were seven or eight years old. Um, so this is, uh, this is um, a combination of all that they've accomplished since that age. Well, and, and, you know, some of these kids are, are still going to have an opportunity to go on and play at the next level and wish them all the best. Uh, but it's going to be uh, Mr. Cobble who's going to fake the handoff to Jaden McCord, 
do the keeper, and he's going to push ahead forward for a pickup of four there on first down, second and six, as we're now at nine minutes to go in this football game. Uh, Rebels still lead 42 to nothing, but uh, more quarterback keepers out of this second team than you saw from Clemmer all night. Is that uh, maybe shades of things to come there for Mr. Casey Cobble? Yeah, the story has always been that Cobble can use his feet very well. He runs the ball there up the right hash mark and eventually taken down by number 28, Jacob Young. Jaden McCord's going to be to the left, uh, hip pocket of Cobble. He's going to have two receivers to the left and a stack set of Covert. They're going to move him to the right. Now they're going to hand it off, and it's going to be Jaden McCord just right off left guard, and he's going to pick up a couple. It'll be third down. Third down, four yards to go as we're nearing eight minutes to play in this one. Maryville at this time, uh, no hurry to get the playoff, get it get it upfield. McCord runs a counter play, tries to get up to the middle of the field there. He's met by number 28, Jacob Young again. The eight to play before the next snap. Looks like Cobble's going to have an adjustment from the sideline. Uh, he'll stack up covert to the right tackle. and uh, He's going to have Jaden McCord to his left hip pocket, two receivers to the left. He'll take a low snap, fakes the handoff. Now he wants to throw it. Now he's just going to tuck and run. Got a lot of green grass in front of him. Gets across the 40, gets the first down inside the 35, down to the Morristown East 34-yard line. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Nice keeper by Casey Cobble. Yeah, he held that just long enough to draw the linebackers. Eventually keeps it himself, runs up field, and eventually taken down by number 28, Jake. Jacob Young, the linebacker. Yeah, nice help there by number 48, Race Irwin on that play. Another young Rebel into the football game. Also, Nolan White into the football game for uh, for the Red Rebels. He's going to be out wide right as a receiver. Now looks like Royal Curtis will be the running back in now. Casey Cobble will take a shotgun snap. Now pitches to Royal Curtis. He's going to get upfield, get across the 30, cross the 25, cross the 20, 15, 10, 5. Royal Curtis put a crown on him, Ben. Touchdown, Rebels. Little sweep play to the outside. He gets up near the sidelines and just runs it all the way down to the corner of the end zone. Nice touchdown. Well, what I love about it is he, he knocked off one tackle, he stepped out of another, and then he raced his way to the end zone. Royal Curtis probably uh, pounds per square inch, one of the more athletic kids on the football field right now. Six and a half to play in this one, Ben, and the Denzo scoreboard has changed. It reads your Rebels 48 and the visiting Morristown East Hurricane 0. And looks like uh, looks like we're going to have another uh, PAT attempt. That's going to actually be by number 92. I don't have a number 92. I'm going to say that's probably Preston Trenum. Uh, that's going to be the other kicker on the roster as the sophomore maybe gets an opportunity in a black jersey that would read 92. Uh, but the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 49, Morristown East 0. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football and 
and welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, uh, as they light up the scoreboard, let's head down to our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, uh, the young players know how to score, too. Yeah, guys, what about that big run there by Royal Curtis? I mean, three broken tackles and just left the rest of the defense all the way to the end zone. I think he was still running when he went past you back to the sideline uh, while carrying half the other Maryville players on his back celebrating. Well, I think passion and emotion permeates the starters, and uh, and Royal Curtis just the next guy to have success here tonight. Uh, just a heads up, we're going to have our hands full selecting this week's player of the game, so uh, so get your get your uh, calculator out, okay? All right, 10-4, fellas. <laughs> hey, uh, and Hippie's got one. Like, Hippie's a calculator-carrying guy. Yeah, he's already figured it out. Th- he said he had three guys earlier, so we'll, we'll see where we go with this. A lot of great candidates, honestly. Multiple picks for some people, multiple touchdowns for some people, uh, and really a lot of young players that uh, could just need the confidence that that may bring them. Uh, but looks like Morristown East, uh, they will change quarterbacks. It's going to be a young quarterback into this one. I believe this is Austin Slover. Uh, he's going to be the freshman quarterback, 5'7", 120 pounds, and he's going to quickly hand it off to 33. 33, that's going to be Eli Davis into the football game, and he's going to try to sweep the left side. He's going to lose two yards on the play. It'll be second and 12. Tries to get to the outside. Jack Carter gets in the backfield before he can get past that hash mark and swings him around, and nice tackle. 4-10 to play in this one uh, until it goes into the books. But, uh, again, Morristown East wanting to get some young players some minutes as well. Uh, quickly, some into the game for the Red Rebels. Going to be number 38. That's going to be Dylan Mills into the football game. Number three, uh, Jackson Llewellyn uh, into the football game at corner. Uh, those are going to be names you hear in the future for the Red Rebels. It's going to be Slover's going to take the snap. He's going to get it to his running back, and he is going to be stopped, dropped, and driven back, and it's going to be no gain. But I, I think he thought he lost a lot more than that. Just drilled in the backfield. Looked like number 46, Braden Sauls, makes a tackle. Yeah, they're going to catch him at the line of scrimmage, but the next time he landed was going to be a three or four yards behind that. It's going to be third and 11. Uh, as Morristown East tries to work left or right here on Jim Renfro as uh, near three minutes, 319 to be specific, left in this one. Slover, again, new quarterback. Eli Seals had uh, done wire to wire at quarterback for Morristown East. Slover is going to take a shotgun snap, try to deliver out the flat, 18 with the reception. He's going to try to get wide. He does. Picks up the uh, the lost yardage and more, and he's going to not get the first down. It'll bring up fourth and five, and number 18 for Morristown East. That's going to be Tanner Atkins with the reception. Tried to get to the outside. Sawyer McNelly in on the tackle, number 33. 2.41 to go in this one, and it's going to be fourth and four. And looks like uh, Morristown East says we don't punt. We're not going to punt anymore. Two and a half to play. Slover looks to the sideline. Looks like maybe a hard count. No, he's going to take the snap. Now he delivers out in the flat to 18. He's going to try to get wide. He cannot get the first down line to gain. Picks up two, but it's going to turn him over on downs. Rebels will take over at the Morristown East 27-yard line. And a two-minute drill may also spell victory formation. Tried to get to the outside, and no condiments needed with this meal with Sawyer McNally making a nice tackle. Tanner Atkins, uh, back-to-back receptions, both positive yardage plays. 
Uh, just unable to convert for his Mer- Morristown East Hurricanes. 150 to play in this one. Round number one, Ben, nearly in the books, and the Rebels a clinic to start this postseason run. Going to be Cobble back in. Uh, Casey Cobble at the controls. Again, Matthew Clemmer's night is complete. He'll have two receivers left, two to the right, and he'll have Royal Curtis uh, to his left hip pocket. He'll hand it to Royal. Royal will try to get to the right side, and he'll get stacked up uh, just positive one yard on the run. It'll be second nine. Multiple Hurricanes in there on the tackle. Nice blocking up front by number 74, Henry Chambers for the Red Rebels. 106 to play. Cobble's moving it all around. I think he's got a he's got full control here. Casey's going to move a, a little stack set in. Uh, looks like that's going to be uh, Bladen Sauls. Cobble's going to move Royal Curtis to his right hip pocket. Two receivers left, one to the right. Now he's going to hand it to Royal. He's going to pick and choose his location, get ahead forward in uh, inside the 25 down to the 22-yard line, and it's going to bring up third third and about five to go. Under a minute to play, near 30 seconds, 32 to be exact. Hats off to number 28, Jacob Young on that tackle. He's been playing good Mike Linebacker the last couple of series there. Should be last snap of the football game. We'll see. Just uh, they're, they're about in sync, the play clock and the game clock. Cobble looks to the sideline. Coach Hunt takes his headset off. He's shaking hands with his own coaches. 14 seconds to play, and that's where the stats are going to stop. As uh, nine seconds tick down, Ben, uh, the first round of the playoffs couldn't have went any better for the Red Rebels. A 49 to nothing victory over the Morristown East Hurricanes, and zeros are on the scoreboard, and the Rebels have defeated the Morristown East Hurricanes 49-0. to Advance to the second round of the playoffs, Ben. I think tonight was beautiful for the Red Rebels. Yeah, you just felt like that energy that that started to permeate at Bradley Central in that second half just carried over down here at the Skeeter. Well, and and uh, we'll of course unfold all of the uh, the momentum and the emotion that poured out here at the Skeeter uh, in the 95.7 Duke FM post game show. But let's take us a break, listen to some great sponsors, ponder on who our player of the game is, but then bring it back and break down this great Red Rebel victory. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy. Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as time-up protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. 
you can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Folks, want the best possible mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and operated. We're part of your community. And when you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655 in MLS 164-1325. Whoa, Nelly, 48 minutes never looks so good. This one will hit the record books as a big Red Rebel victory. Now, it's time to recap tonight's win on the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. A full game recap, final stats, and updates from games around the area. Oh, yeah, and naming the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. I know who gets my vote. And welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium on the campus of Maryville High School for your uh, 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Ben, uh, I think we did uh, paper, rock, scissors about 12 times just to break the tie, uh, but we have got our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, it was a it was a three-way tie for a long time, but between uh, Ken's vote and obviously the Duke, as he said, you know who I'm voting for, uh, we now have our, our winner. We'll tell you who that is just shortly, but but what a clinic. That's, that's a common word uh, used for, for really great performances, uh, but really if you look at it, it's a word that, that's a Suffices what happened here uh, against Morristown East. 49 to nothing is what will go in the record books on the score. Uh, 15 first downs for your Rebels held Morristown East to just four first downs. Uh, in the rushing category, Maryville had 28 carries, 277, uh, and then had 144 yards through the air for a total of 45 plays, 421. And then Morristown East, 26 carries on the ground for 16 positive yardage, uh, 41 uh, passing yards for a total of 38 plays, 57 total yards of offense. So really uh, uh, corralled, carried, kind of hemmed up. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways you could say it, but really just an efficient defensive performance here tonight. And then the offense exploded with one, two, three, four, five different scorers on the night. Uh, two in the receiving category, three in the in the rushing category. Uh, you just love the, the spreading of the wealth here for this Maryville offense that finally, you know, maybe there was a spark at Bradley Central, but it was a fire here tonight. Yeah, and that creates the balance that Coach Hunt has talked about. You got the 277 rush, and then the uh, 144 passing, but a compliment to our defense, Wayne, you talked about it, four first downs on the night, you know, one of nine on third down and only 16 yards rushing, and make no mistake, folks, this is a this is an offense that's run 
wing formations this season because they're so powerful running the football, and our defense stood up to the challenge tonight. Well, and this is no small feat. Now, people can talk about, well, the opponents, who were the opponents. It doesn't matter. This Morristown East team at the end of the season was playing their best football. Uh, They broke their single-game total offense record the last two weeks of the regular season. That's huge. Against William Blunt, over 600 yards of total offense tonight was held to 57 yards on 38 plays. Yeah, and they they play in 6A football, and Morristown East coming into this game was averaging 238.3 rushing yards per game. And what did we do? We stopped the run. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's an understatement. Individual stats rushing-wise, Gage Ledoux led the rushing category, nine carries, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, D.J. Gillens, three carries for 90 yards, two touchdowns. Royal Curtis, three for 39 in that touchdown he had late. Jaden McCord, four carries, 29 yards. Price Davis, three for 16. Casey Cobble, five carries for 12 yards. And then in the receiving category, Zeke McCoy, two catches, 52 yards and a touchdown. Gage Ledoux, two for 39. Jax Kirby, three for 26 and two touchdowns. Caleb Reeves, one for 17. Cannon Johnson, two for six. And D.J. Gillins, one for four. But uh, really, uh, D.J. Gillins, uh, what can you say about what he did here tonight? Found his way uh, to handoffs that really uh, probably were supposed to get positive yardage, but I wouldn't think that one was supposed to go to, for 68 and the other two were to combine for a 30-yard average per per, per carry uh, rush attempt. Yeah, and you and I always talk about how our kids run that snake at practice where you got to run down one sideline to the opponent or one, down the yard line to the sideline, back the yard line to the other sideline. He did that in real time. He went all the way to the Morristown East sideline, ran all the way to the Maryville sideline, run all the way back to the Morristown East sideline before well, he scored. And, and and I don't know about the snake that they run at the upper levels, but at the Little Rebs, nobody's chasing them. <laughs> and he had he had 11 different Morristown East Hurricanes all over him. Uh, a great sight here in the post game, as you have the senior football players, the senior band members, and the senior cheerleaders and dance team all on the power rim getting their picture made that's a that's a cool sight that's uh that's some things that uh that happen at a lot of small towns but it's just special here at Maribel. uh scores from around our region or at least in our in our path uh to chattanooga what's what's going on ben so uh the the score of interest here uh this would be the the beard and dobbins bennett game we only have a third quarter score right now beard and still up seven to six oh, in the third tight. quarter it's a tight game there um Farragut, Jeff County, Farragut, it's a fourth quarter score. They're up 17-7. to And uh, let's see what's going on with the Science Hill game. Um, Science Hill's up 28-7. to Looks like they have it in hand there. Third quarter against Bradley Central, 28-7. to Yeah, uh, a lot of uh, lot of fun games. Uh, of course, Alcoa took care of business here in their first quarter, uh, but uh, or in their first round. But, uh, uh, again, most importantly here tonight on Rebel Radio, the Rebels have moved forward. They will go to the second round of the 6A playoffs with a 49 to nothing victory over Morristown East. Let's take a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, hopefully we'll have the player of the game uh, on his way up here, and we'll talk to that, uh, that special player here tonight that helped the Rebels advance to the second round. We'll be right back. You're listening to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show right here on Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. 
It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, pistolcreekeats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue. And you can thank me later. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a first down to a touchdown. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Denso Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denso loves to cheer on their team. And now Denso is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. El Himador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Himador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Himador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Himador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 658-1640. El Himador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Hey, going down till the sun comes up. And welcome back to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And uh, we're waiting on DJ Gillens to get up here. Uh, shocker of shocks. He is your Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, but really, they had to take some senior pictures. Uh, they had to take... Uh, uh, they had to do some things out there on the field. So, really, uh, he I want him to soak up this this round one victory, and then we'll get to talking to him here in a minute. But, uh, Ben, what a what a, what a a great night here. Great weather. Uh, again, real hospitable team. I thought Coach Slover's uh, East team really came here. Uh, again, not a ton of success here tonight, but there was very little chippy action out there, and I thought respectful. I thought uh, poise. There was a lot of words that described what he brought here, and I think Coach Slover – 
making it to the playoffs, winning their last three out of their last four. Uh, that's a that's a team that has a lot to build on going into 23. Yeah, players are a definition of their coaches, and uh, late in that ball game. Every one of the Hurricane players made an effort to help up Maryville players after the tackle, so they did an excellent job with that. So hats off to Coach um, and what he's built over there at Morristown East. And they continue to get better year after year. Yeah, and uh, and it, that's absolutely true. But looks like our player of the game is getting into the press box. Let's take a quick break, get him set up, and then when we come back, we're going to have uh, DJ Gillens, the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game here, round number one of the playoffs. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome in to the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and now joined by your Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, DJ Gillens. Uh, DJ, we call you Speedy. We call you a lot. Uh, but right tonight, I thought you were going to set the turf on fire. Those three big runs, 30-yard average, and really, uh, you just lit up that defense. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I owe everything to my blockers, man. No practice in and out. We work hard, and if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be able to get anything. Now, DJ, you're a, you're a track guy by trade, right? right. Uh, just just been playing football just a little bit, right? And so, uh, been able to kind of really be part of this offense. But tonight, uh, there was a there was a dedicated effort to get you the football, and you made uh, Mr. Clemmer and and Coach Hunt, that offensive staff, uh, really smile for doing that, right? Yes, sir. Uh, what did you see though? You you were out front. You get the get the handoff. You really get wide, get wider, and then all of a sudden you get north and south. But that's not enough. You do like a you go all the way across the field. So what did you see that made you think that was the way to do all right, it? So I see my blocker, Jax Kirby, all over to him. I see him all the way down the field. I see two people in my peripheral. I know I'm faster than them, and I know if I cut, they can't cut like me. So, so by the way, DJ Gillen's in the in the jamboree. Uh, I guess technically you're the fastest guy in Blunt County because uh, you and Jordan Harris just nose to tail. You edge him out in the jamboree, and then tonight you you just torch Morristown East. So uh, had you a great night tonight. Thank you, thank you. The last the second touchdown, you you really did a lot downfield, and then at the five yard line, I was like, well, they finally got a good angle. They're going to be able to get you, and you just literally stop on a dime and then cut to the end zone. Uh, what what allows you to do that? So it's all on practice. You know, we in and out practice, breaking down, three-step dropping, you know what I'm saying? So I know if I cut, he's flying. So that's what happened. So tonight you had three carries for 90 yards officially, uh, two touchdowns. That's a 30-yard per carry average. You just got to keep that going through the playoffs. Yes, sir. Uh, we plan one <laughs> state, baby. Hey, one game at a time. One Next week we, we're still trying to figure out who you're going to play. Uh, of course, with the running clock in the second half, the uh, the Bearden and uh, Science Hill or, or Dobbin, Bearden Dobbins Bennett game is still going on uh, right now. Bearden is up seven to six, so it's going to be one of those teams. But the good news is either one. 
one of them come to, to the Skeeters. So we're excited to have them here next week. Keep the intensity. Keep the clean level of football. Uh, but, DJ, we're excited that you're this week's Smoky Mountain Axe House hey, player. I'm excited. I'm excited to have it. You got a swag pack with you. It's got wristbands, stickers, a water bottle, and the plaque that'll kind of last a lifetime. If people don't know it, it's really not our fault at this time. But, uh, but DJ, you're going to get to do one of the things that we enjoy doing the most here at Rebel Radio. We're going to finish up tonight's broadcast with a little sign off. At the end, it says, if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. When I say go Rebels, we're all going to scream, go Rebels, okay? So the Red Rebels have quieted the Hurricanes and sent Morristown East home, ending their 2022 campaign, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 8-3. and three. The Morristown East Hurricanes fall to 4-7. and seven. Final score for Maryville High School, Maryville 49, Morristown East 0. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take time to thank some of the, the members that make this broadcast possible. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School and the great athletic director, Landon Harris. Thanks to all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks. Thanks to the ringleader of the record books, Mr. Ken Main, for the up-to-minute stats each and every week. And a special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks each and every time. For Ben Metz, Chris Hips, and DJ Gillins, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go Rebels! Get ends and then stack them. Don't let nothing distract us. Excuse me, Mr. DJ. Further.